Alpha, that crazy bitch has escaped. Recruit of team, a podcast dudes with attitudes. Go, go, Loki and Jabroni. You know what's fucked up. Go, go, Loki Jabroni. You know what's fucked up. Episode 9. And welcome to the mightiest, most morphinist podcast in the history of podcasts. It is the, the Logan Jabroni Show. Go of podcasts. Number 98 in the succession and number nine in the incarnation of Do You Know What's Fucked Up? The brainchild of yes. the man in the box himself, Mr. Eddie Focus. And he's in the box tonight. Unfortunately. Always in the box. Unfortunately, we had a, um, a death in the family today. Um, Loki came home from his vacation to find that our old desk setup had... Uh, Breathe its last breath, and now we have a new setup, and it's very nice. I have legroom now, but we will never forget the contributions of the L-shaped desk and table, and uh, I just want to say how hurt I am inside. I'm over it now, so let's let's move on. I am, too. I've, it was nice, but I'm, I'm, I'm closer to you now, man. It's always I'm nice not- to me. <laughs> and more importantly, you folks aren't staring at everybody's chin. That's true. We do like it. This is pretty freaking badass right now. I gotta say, the, ca- yeah, the camera angles are very, are, are very nice. As Jabroni, as Jabroni as playing footsies with me is kind of awkward, but well, I would need a go-go gadget leg in order to do that, but that's quite all right. Or size eighteen feet. Um, in case you have missed it, and judging by you know the lack of response, you maybe you have two weeks from now is episode one hundred. Yes, and we have from the top ten iTunes rated sports podcast something to wrestle with. We have Bruce Pritchard. Conrad Thompson, they're going to be here, and we are trying to figure out right now if we can live stream it to you guys while it happens or if we're going to chop it up in post-production and put it out as a video. But I talked to Conrad this morning, and he's rather excited. I'm, I'm excited. He's ready to go. I'm excited about it. What do you think, Ed? Pretty excited. Good. Except for all the work i got to put in. Well, you know, <laughs> nothing ventured, nothing gained, man. So as we always do our, you know, what's fucked up. We usually dive right into it. We don't even ask us, hey, what's going on in your heads, guys? We go right into the you know what's fucked up of you know what's fucked up. Right. That's usually how it goes. That's usually how it goes. Right? Why do I have so, a feeling there's a curveball about There's to be not thrown. a curveball. We're going to go right back into this. But I think this one being being nine, I just think it's it's probably going to be the, the craziest of the, of the you know what's fucked up. It could be. I, I got just, some crazy shit to bring to the I, table. I, Someone sounds like you just had a vacation. Yeah. I think so. I think so. So um, I think I'm going to start off. Okay. So you guys know what's fucked up. What's fucked what's up? What's fucked up? Not Philadelphia. Okay. It's very fun, actually. This, the City of Brotherly Love actually does keep its name City of Brotherly Love. Can I just say that? Um, first time I've actually ever been to Philly. So big shout out uh, to our boy, Andrew DeCarlis. I know he... Uh, He's is- already commenting. You know what's fucked up? Mike came to Philly and didn't see him or Kevin. Hey, I asked him where his where his bakery was. I said I'll come on down there, man. Okay, fair enough. I did. I was I was I, I was actually messaging him. I was, <laughs> I was, I was on the instant messenger saying, "Guess who's in Philly right now?" Um, 
Let me tell you about our little trip down there, first of all. Um, everybody decided to go to Philadelphia on President's Weekend. Mm-hmm. Us too. So uh, we got some great pictures, great history. You could feel the history that was there. I mean, the lines were in, absolutely insane. The Liberty Bell was crazy. was absolutely crazy. You've ever seen it? You, you've gotten actually seen it? Yes. Not personally, no. Yes. See it, man. It's so crazy. It really is. It's it's just a – It's a. it really is a sight to behold just to be like – it goes from from my from my vantage point. It went from being just a picture in a book and the story you heard in grade school to, holy crap! I am sitting or standing right in front of this thing. There it is in front of my face. Everything from the con, you know, from the Constitution being signed. I mean, the the the, the history behind it is just insane. And then you go to Southside. <laughs> Southside Philly, my friends. Nice. And you go into some of these places, and only on Southside Philly can you get yourself a Philly cheesesteak, a piece of pizza this big, a nudie bar, a condom place. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, hold on. An all Puma pretty much establishment where they, they sold like, you know, nonstop Puma, a music place, and um, there was like a couple other restaurants and a couple other bars. That was just one block. And every every single one of these people were probably the coolest, most friendliest people I think you've ever met in your life. The only time I went to South Philly was for an ECW wrestling show on the corner of Swanson and Ratner. Um, Drew can – I think it's Ratner. Ratner or Rittner? Drew, you can help me out with that. Um, we spent most of the time around the Philly Stadium. Uh, now there's Lincoln Financial and the uh, Spectrum. We did like a sports weekend, and then you have to go to South Philly for the wrestling. Dirtbag area, but – God, the people. Are, you're right. The people just were wicked so awesome, cool. Just wicked awesome, man. Just wicked awesome. They were. They were really cool. A guy was out there shredding every breath you take on the fucking guitar. And Caleb comes up to me and goes, Dad, can I go give him a dollar? He's shredding that. Fuck yeah. And I was like, yeah, go give him a dollar. And he looked at me and I was like, oh, you ain't got a dollar. If it was a girl guitarist, <laughs> give her 77 cents. The wage gap is real. It is. It is. It's real. The real question is everybody wants to know, did you run up the stairs? Yeah. No, no, I couldn't have done that. I couldn't. You could have, but you'd have died. No, I would have died. I would have died. (laughs) You wanted to, though, didn't you? (laughs) But, but I will say this: Evan is uh, half the size. Is is actually greater half than than Rocky. Rocky is a short little dude, man. Is that a life size gimmick? Yeah. Stallone's not that. I was gonna say, dude. I really got to see him in real life. Now, this does lead me to the you know what's fucked up part of my trip. You go through all this stuff in Philly, right? And you have a great, great, great time. And then you go to this place called Dave and Buster's in Philly. Now, you would think that Dave and Buster's, a.k.a. the fun place on earth, and also mixed in with the brotherly, you know, the city of brotherly love combined would make this the hap, hap, happiest fucking place in the world, right? I would think so. No. This is the most miserable place you can ever face in your existence, all right? First of all, my children go in there, my boys, right? So we d- we decide to break off. My cousin Jim is going this way. Uh, Janelle's going this way with Evan, and I got my boys, and we're going this way. My boys can't decide what they want to do. All right, fine, whatever. So we sit around for a couple seconds, and I think, well, let me let me get a beer. I got this. We pay fifteen dollars to park. First of all, right? So then, <laughs> so right, like Providence, right? Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. And then they give you a seven dollar coupon for food and drink, but the drink can't be alcohol. So you got to get food, right? Waste. So of you're a card. like, all right, fine. So Alex is like, you know what, Dad? I can have some mac and cheese. And Caleb's like, you know what, Dad? I could go for a, a milkshake. All right, well, I could save seven fifty if you guys go get it. So here we go. Here we are sitting on the outside. There's three people at the bar, four people at the host station, and we don't get served for not even ten minutes. We don't even get looked at. 
when we finally decide to start walking away, somebody runs up to us and finally tries to grab our attention. I'm like, no, dude, we've been over here for like 10 minutes. We're too good. late. We're going to pets. Fuck you. So, yeah. So I'm like, I already fuck this. I ain't get my beer. I hand the kids 20 bucks each, right? To go get their, their, you know, cards and whatever. So the lady turns to him and goes, it's going to be 22. Well, because it's for the card fee and the taxes and everything else. So Alex goes, well, can I get a $15 card then? And she was like, no, you can only get it. It was like the certain denominations that you had to go. But I mean, she was just so miserable. You know what I'm saying? These people are just so just, just miserable. You would think if you're going to open up number one, if you're going to open up an establishment that's based on food and video games, all right. Now, number, I ain't going to lie. The food service is probably one of the most miserable services that you can ever be in in your existence. You have to be a special you, kind of human being to you be do, food You do. You do. I served for two years of my life, and I'll tell you what. It takes it takes the part of your soul away. It does. It, it literally serving people. At any job with the public, period, I think. It takes, sucks, it sucks a part of your away. soul. It Some does. It, it yeah. sucks a part of your soul away. There's no doubt about it. Then you take on top of it video games. And, like, you should have a win-win situation here. Unfortunately. Fucking skee-ball. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Mark it down. Eddie and I agree on something. <laughs> How can so, you be miserable when there's fucking skee-ball? So Dave, listen. You, so it's, it's physically impossible. Dave and Busters, you have failed me once again. Your Providence branch sucks. Your Philadelphia home of brotherly love department sucks. I mean, Dave and Busters... Wow. Do, All right. do you know what else is fucked up about Dave and Buster's in general? Like, the last time I was there, I paid $9 for a tall Miller Lite. Well, that's a problem in and of itself. You know what a tall is? 22 ounces, by the way. That's bullshit. That's, that is, that's, that's a six-pack right there of Miller Lite, people. It, that, not a mixed drink. And it wasn't... A it, fucking it was a beer. On tap. Yes. On fucking tap. A beer. And that, that coupon, that $7 voucher coupon... Don't count for that, buddy. <laughs> so, so you can't get yourself. Providence doesn't even give those out. What are you talking about? Oh, I know they did at first. They did at first. I remember the first time I came up there. I think so. I still, I still have like tokens on my Dave and Buster card because I don't go there that often. Um, no. Uh, hold on, hold on, Andrew. No, I went to Luke. Um, uh, Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's. Mm. All right, I can let you live on that one. Yeah, Tony Luke's, Luke's was uh, uh, actually cheaper. A little bit cheaper, like $2 cheaper, mm -hmm. and they actually really... They, I mean, that shit was piled. Too. Yeah, they do a good job. Don't go to Geno's ever, ever. Uh, no, we didn't We didn't do the Geno's. We didn't do the Geno's. Either Pat's or Tony Luke's. Those, yeah, those we did Tony two. Luke's. Tony Luke's was very good, and by the way, the hot sauce there was fucking... Oh. It's the way it should be. Oh, God, man. My fucking ass. Well, fuck you, Philadelphia. At least Dave and Buster's <laughs> no, part. The rest of it's great. I Philly agree. Philly was badass... Dave and Buster's, wherever you are, you suck, dude. That's right. just it. Well, if you, are you guys NBA fans? I know you dabble in NBA a little right, bit. Right, I hear you, Andrew, but um, it was you not. probably not. basketball. Okay, fair enough. Um, these guys aren't rocket scientists, let's be honest. Um, most NBA guys are what they are. They know how to uh -huh. dribble, shoot. Some of them are great businessmen, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Um, I read this article recently. I shared it on the Loki and Jabroni Show page. Guys, if you want to tell your friends to join the Loki and Jabroni Show Facebook page, do so now. They can read stupid shit like this. Kyrie Irving wants you to know. You know what's fucked up? What's, what's fucked, fucked up? up? Kyrie Irving wants me to believe that the earth is flat. Oh. Let me read this to you. Hold on. You know who else believes <laughs> that? Before Ooh. you read that, Go ahead. Minnesota Vikings have one of their own. 
Stefan Diggs oh dear. also believes that the world is flat, but continue. If you're one of those people who believe the Earth is round, congratulations. You're in the majority of the population who thinks so, but Kyrie Irving can't relate to that line of thinking. In a recent podcast appearance with teammates Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson, Fry threw a curveball by asking his fellow Cavalier brothers if they believed in if aliens existed. And Irving won up to him by asking the group if they believe the Earth is round. He set himself up for a head-scratching answer to his own question. Irving said, this is not even a conspiracy theory. The Earth is flat. When pressed on a response for that, for the record, that the Earth is flat, Irving went off the rails and blamed particular groups, in quotations, that he did not name, which he thinks want to convince us that the Earth is in fact round. Said Irving, it's right in front of our faces, I'm telling you. It's right in front of our faces that they lie to us. What I've been taught is that the Earth is round. But if you really think about it from a landscape of the way we travel, the way we move, and the fact that can you really think of us rotating around the sun and all the planets aligned, rotating in specific dates, being perpendicular with what's going on with these planets? Okay, these are actual quotes. I can see your face, Ed, and Okay, you're just kind of going along with it. I get it. I've already read this from Stefan Diggs. It's like it's. <laughs> a, I, I swear to God, it's like they 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 all. It's like this whole Scientology crap. Right. Continuing on, almost in disbelief, and with his a sincere response, Richard Jefferson asks, "How are you going to put the word planets in quotations?" Irving replied, "Because everything that they send or that they want to say they're sending doesn't come back." There's no concrete information except the information that they're giving us. They're particularly putting you in the direction of what to believe and what not to believe. The truth is right there. You just got to go searching for it. End quote. Um, Kyrie Irving, you were once a fantastic basketball player for the Duke University Blue Devils. For that, I tip my hat. I'm Absolutely. a big Blue Devils fan. I am too. I love Blue Devils. You are now a world championship basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers. How about, Kyrie Irving, you stick to what you know, which is dribble the ball, get into the zone, pass it to LeBron, let LeBron score. Or maybe LeBron passes it to you and you take two or three points every now and again. Stop trying to be a scientist. I was so dumbfounded when I read this story. Let me, the earth is flat. It's right there in front of you. No, there are men and women who went up in shuttles who took pictures of this round thing we call earth. And guess what? Some of them now in the last 20 years, are moving pictures. And I'll guess say, what you see? You see the Earth rotate. I'll say the same thing I said to Stefan Diggs. Motherfucker, please. Um, Stefan Diggs, please. Uh, they had a whole article about this, and, and I'm friends with him on Facebook, okay. just like I am with Brian Robeson. Yep. And I said the same thing on his page. <clears throat> Uh, to which he has not responded to me, by the way. But he did. He did the whole fucking thing. Oh, he's going to. He's going to respond. He Any will. And I, and I will. Right. But here's the thing. Look at the moon. Yeah. It's round, right? Well, it appears round, but it could be just flat because we only see that one side of the moon every time. Pluto, right, right. Jupiter. Right. Mars. But you see the different All those other phases. planets we can see from here? We, we, oh, we see look, all these I, different I, phases. Right. But this is exactly what I said to somebody. <laughs> you see what I'm talking no, no, about, though? This is exactly what I said to somebody, and this is exactly how I, I bring it on to other people. I have no problem with people having an idea or if people, you know, believing in something. Of course. Absolutely. That's what makes us all different. That's what makes us all have our beliefs. Right. But come on. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Come on, I'm, man. I'm not trying to even take something from Chris Carter because he's going to sue me. He's suing everybody I'm right now. He's selling so T.O. right now. He, no, 
Really, though, what, ser- what, what is it Ed Lover used to say on Yo? Come on, son. Yeah, yeah come, on, come on, son. son. That is it. That, that's Kyrie true. Irving, you're making me need another beer. And Stefan Diggs. And Stefan Diggs. You're a Viking, bro. I love you to death, but you're stupid. You're stupid. Somebody needs to slap you. Maybe your mother. Maybe maybe your dad because he got a harder you know right hand. But seriously, dude, think about this. There's other things that you can believe in. You could believe in world peace. You could believe in God. You can believe in all these other things that you want to believe in. But the fact that the world is flat, let's be honest, dude. I want to see the part the part of this world that you think the world ends. And let's go to this part. And let's look over the edge. All right. We had a question from a uh, new listener, Gabe Orsini. What up, Gabraham? Uh, so this, does the sun shut off? Why do we have nighttime? Somebody because, asked Kyrie Irving this question, and thank you, Gabe, because that's a fantastic question. Because there's a switch where? at the end of this path. That's what I'm saying. He's got to take us to the end of the world uh-huh. where it is, and there's a switch right there. So there's a switch, and you can look straight down. So can Kyrie Irving explain to me why here in Oakdale, Connecticut, we're looking at darkness – but if we were to go on the other side, wait, down the other side of the globe, say down the flatness, somewhere across the plains, we get to Japan, where it's middle of the day right now. How does Kyrie Irving explain to me or you or anybody with, I don't know, a quarter of a brain how this works? Well, this is the best way I can explain it to him. Do you know somebody that lives in... Like Okashama, Japan, or where the fuck they have. No, but right? I know somebody who lives in Lithuania, which is only about eleven hundred miles away. Okay, so there you go. I, I, so I got when an they're easy solution, go so ahead. no, so that's exactly. Now watch, watch. <laughs> so when I am say at noon, which yep. is daytime, and Japan or Lithuania, okay, right, is at nighttime. How does that work? If we are on a flat surface. Does that mean that they're like this and they're upside down perpendicular like this? To I'm seriously right now as you're saying that I'm trying to picture how does the sun rise and set if the world is flat and how do we describe like the 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 travel clouds the original theory clouds the original how about theory clouds? was that everything revolved around us right that was the original theory. no that was Indians but. Indians still believe this, by the way. <laughs> simple, simple solution to this problem. Everybody loves baby pandas. That's true. You, um, can, you can go on the those Japanese websites where they got a camera on, on the baby pandas in mm-hmm. captivity. Like and Ling Ling and all those. You can there. look right now, and it's probably daytime. Dude, my, you, don't want, you don't want to do that because then you miss the Loken Jabroni show. I think by my favorite panda video is the two pandas getting yes. on and the one panda that falls out of the tree. You know, first. I, I'm going to play. I'm gonna, here it comes. Uh-oh. I'm playing me. devil's advocate. Go ahead. The, this whole story is just proof. That America is already great, and you can achieve really great things and be stupid. Yeah, at the same time, you can even be president. You, you can. can. So <laughs> you can be a slot receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. You can be the point guard for <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. And by the way, once again, it's Gabe. proof that everybody, despite <laughs> intellect, is worth something. It's his first time, but he's chiming in. Gabe says LeBron is in charge of the switch. He to is. make sure it's daylight everywhere else. Well, that that would make a whole lot of sense because he's got a lot of people going, ooh. Yeah, and, and the world revolves uh-huh. around LeBron, if you ask LeBron. Fantastic. Well, can, I, can I say this, though? Now, now that we're living in a world of all to facts. I used to hate LeBron. Oh, that great I used it. to hate LeBron when he did the whole switcheroo to the, you know, to the Miami. Well, it was kind of bullshit. But when he said, I'm coming back to Cleveland and I'm going to get them a fucking championship. He kept his word. What did he do? 
kept his fucking word. I mean, yeah, you know what? We we had the goat conversation about Tom Brady and everybody else. Let's have, you know what's fucked up? What's fucked up? I I think I think our boy the king deserves to be called the king. I do. I, I think LeBron James sure. deserves sure. to be called I'll, I'll the king. Sure. I'll give him I'll give him the king. But, I will say this. The goat what people used to say was the GOAT was Michael Jordan, right? I still see He that. had the flu, and he won the championship. Six of them, but, but one with the flu. But he did it all in Chicago. He did it with a very strong coaching staff and a very strong team. And one now, doubles. LeBron, and one coattail riding cocksucker named Scottie Pippen. What? Oh, we no, we call he's him. A reason Bankin', why, he's Bankin the reason why Pippen. basketball is bullshit now. Banking Pippin, all right. Banking Pippin. After, Bankin after Pippin. the whole Pippin thing, I was like, you know what? NBA's fake. It's it's fake. It's fake. Well, basketball. when the Rockets signed him for it's like four hundred bazillion dollars, and he did he amounted to a hill of shit. You kind of figure out Scottie Pippin was not the sum of the parts. He was a part. Real quick. And this is a quick breakdown. Let's not form, get into sports yeah, too much. That's what I, I got something say. later. That's what I say. This this isn't this isn't the sports part. But I just want to say this. He took nothing. Cleveland Cavaliers had would they have love? And love thought he was the shit. And, and, and let's be let's be honest. Love was not shit. All right. Love no, was he's a, a good crap. ball player. Right. But he's not the the goat. He's no. not the one that's going to turn that team around. LeBron showed up and he turned it around. So right. I got to give the devil his due. I've never been a huge LeBron the fan. devil? Yes. Okay. He's the, he's the king, but he's the devil. Oh, he's thought uh Dick Clark was the devil. No, 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 no. He he's Beelzebub. Going going back to the flat earth comment. <laughs> <laughs> you love this, huh? No, 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 no. It's relatable. Right, and you basketball. put Stefan Diggs's face up there I am the so glad I brought this up. It's relatable to basketball too, because part of our gravity depends on our rotation. So mm-hmm. a basketball player could not succeed if the earth was flat. Don't bring science into this because there's alternate science. There's alternate facts. There's alternate everything. There's alternate genders for fuck's sake. How how do you spell his name? Who is his name again? Uh, Kyrie Irving. K-Y-R-I-E Irving. I-R-V-I-N-G. He popped up at the top. Okay. And and don't forget Stefan Diggs. Cause, cause he's just as dumb. Believe me, and, I, and he's a Minnesota Vikings, and I think he's a great athlete. Pull up, pull up the search. First thing that comes up, Kyrie Irving explains those Earth is flat comments. Yeah, <laughs> in your yeah. Google machine, nice. And Bill Nye is counter. Oh. Bill Irving's flat. Bill, Earth Bill Nye is heartbreaking to Bill Nye. All right, hey Gabriel, real quick. We're not denying that Pippen did not have great stats. What we're saying was he was a banker. Anytime that you played basketball, if you banked the shot, we called it a Pippen, and you had to take an automatic five-second break. You had to literally walk off the court. This And this was hard school freaking blacktop basketball. All Gabe right? and I used to have arguments at work. We worked together for about four years where I always said Pippen was a product of Jordan. He wasn't Rodman. Rodman came in already Rodman in big letters. Uh, Steve Kerr was awesome at what he did, but Steve Kerr is not anywhere close to being elite or the GOAT or Hall of Fame. Pippen rode Jordan's coattails. He was the guy that fed Jordan the ball so Jordan could do those poster dunks that every kid in America had on their wall. So when you see Michael Jordan with the tongue out, "Ah," and he's doing Pippen just gave him that ball. Guess who fed him that ball? Scotty fucking Pippen. And when Houston signed him after Jordan's first or second retirement, I'm not sure which one, he signs with Houston. And that's exactly my point. He was point. a hunk of shit. He goes I'm not over, picking on Dave. He goes over to the fucking Wizards, on... and what does Jordan do? A whole lot of... Oh, no, he scored a lot of points, but no one could help him. 
There was there was just nothing because he wasn't a leader. He, his stats are great, Gabe. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you. But at the end of the day, does Bang he have those, does he have those stats back in the day if he played with Patrick Ewing? Or if he played with Bill Lambeer or any of the other, he worked with the greatest. He plays of with all Larry time. Bird. Does he have those stats? No, absolutely not. Because Larry Bird was even more beast. If Pippen's beast, um, you're talking about like double Godzilla beast in Larry Bird. Well, I mean, Larry Bird also had Kevin McHale. He also had Robert Parrish, which I'm not trying to take away because those are two fucking phenomenal basketball players. Of course, but they also helped him. But when a lot. when you think of those three, McHale, Bird. And Parish, Parish, thank you. Who's feeding them the ball? Danny Ainge, Dennis Johnson, uh, Jerry Seesting. There were those guys that were just, they were there Absolutely. to do a job. Oh, just Set the pick, feed Bird, feed Parish, feed McHale. Exactly. And Pippen's exactly. job was to feed Jordan. So what do you got, my friend? Yes, Eddie, it's your turn. Stop dicking around on the Google machine. Yeah, he's looking. You sent me on a he's, task. He's uh, yes, I. Oh, oh, my bad. He's, he's putting <laughs> up. He's putting up. So. <laughs> We'll dive right in. We'll we'll get Eddie right, a double that, shot. That works for me. That works for me. So, um, Six Flags New England. Yes. Right? I now, I know. <laughs> Fucking love that place. Finally, by the way, um, I, I, it's, I'm actually excited about this. You know what's fucked up about Six Flags New England? What's fucked up? They have two boomerangs in there. You know what a boomerang is? For those of you who don't know what a boomerang machine is, a boomerang machine is um, the old school. Oh, oh what, Goliath. Right now. You know the Goliath yes, machine? Yes, I That's love boomerang. that ride. Lift it up, come around, spin around, do this little doohickey, come back around, boom, boom, boom. There's two fucking boomerang boomerangs, okay. people. Two boomerangs. Sure. The flashback and the Goliath. The Goliath is a gigantic version of the flashback. So why do we feel the necessity to have two of these boomerangs? Here, here comes my devil's advocate for the day. Because if you go in the heat of summer and Goliath is – the lines are like where you stand at that sign and it says – Two hour wait from this point. Nobody wants to wait two hours. You, me, anybody. If you want to wait two hours, you're a sick individual. You shouldn't be at the fucking theme park to begin with. You open up another one. You cut the lines in half. You are giving your customers better. Now, could you have used that spot to put the Joker machine that they have in New Jersey? Absolutely. Could you have put something else in that's even more awesome? Yes, you could have, but I get from a business standpoint, I get the concept. Well, they finally listened to me. What did they do? <laughs> they are bringing in a new Joker ride, my friends. <laughs> Have you seen this thing? Nice picture, by the way. This thing is fucking phenomenal. All right. So, first of all, it's a roller coaster mm -hmm. that has your standard little. Oh, the Joker gimmick? Yes. Yes. Now, it literally has three pods on each side, mm -hmm. or it might be four. Separated, so it's, it's a total of either six or eight. So you got one, two, three, four. So four total. I think a total of like 36 people can be on this thing. Yep. Your weight determines how this thing spins. Ooh. So you are literally going through the roller coaster, and you are spinning at a G-force rate depending on your weight. And it's not just your weight. It's the weight of everybody, everybody on there. You know what's fucked up? <laughs> the fat kids get the good ride. Yeah. 
Let's give it to the am, fat kid. I am looking for the fat kid in line, and I am moving to where that kid's going to yes, be. yes, and I'm going to ask him right hey, now. we're going to Six Flags next week. We're going to Six Flags, us? buddy. You're going to sit Fuck in yeah, my the, row. You the, are sitting in my row. This is a phenomenal machine, people. First of all, if I'm going to die on a roller coaster, I'm going to die on this roller coaster because this roller coaster is fucking badass. I'd buy it. I'd buy Who it. the fuck thinks of these things, man? Seriously. Sickos like us, but... They're like constant. We're, while we're working on this, they're thinking. They're doing this. How can I scare the fuck out of everybody and make it safe? Um, go, going back to Goliath before I speak on Joker and Six Flags. <laughs> Barbara going, Jean's going to puke. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Always puke. afraid to go on rides. Um, first time I went on Goliath, um, I'm definitely. We got, we got two pukers. Yep. I'm definitely afraid of heights, but I will go on any roller coaster ever in the history of ever. I don't give a shit. Um, what I did not know about Goliath is that they bring you up backwards and they yes. stop that some bitch and you're staring down. And I don't remember who I rode that ride with first. Might have been my nephew Travis. I, I I honestly can't remember. But they lock you they lock your ass up there and I am screaming. And I remember the words that came out of my mouth was fuck me with a ham sandwich. Let me go now. Yes. And they let go. The and somebody somebody had to know it was me, because as you come down at four thousand miles an hour. All the attendants are lined up and pointing and laughing at me. And you go do the bit, and then you get hung, and you're looking at the sky. And I'm yeah. like, okay, this isn't so bad. And then you do it all again. They hang you up. and for As people, you're waiting uh, in line, you can hear the G-forces that that thing lets off. Because as that oh, thing yeah. comes down, it goes... Right. <laughs> And the best part is there are there are lesser theme parks. Yep. There are lesser theme parks like Lake Compounds who have something similar. And my daughter and stepdaughter got to ride something like that, and they were all afraid. And we're getting we're in the line, and they're in tears. Like I don't want to do this. I'm like, when you get off this ride, you are gonna be like, I just conquered fucking Mount Everest, and your chest is gonna be out. And I'm giving them the pep talk, and yeah, yeah, and we're all sitting next to each other. I'm in the middle, Emma on one side, Madison on the other, and they lock us up tight at the top. They're not crying anymore; they're laughing at me because I'm like, oh god, please just let me go. Fuck you, I hate this part. Zooms, and we get all done, and we walk off the ride, and I'm jacked, and they're jacked, and they both look at me like, you know, you're kind of a wuss. Do you know that? An 11-year-old and an 8-year-old are like, you're kind of a wuss. I'm like, fuck you. You were, you were crying getting onto the ride. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck I'll tell you what. No out shame of, in my game. Out of all these rides, anywhere though, near them. Out of Why? all these rides. I won't go anywhere near them. I'll have a heart attack. I've had a heart attack. It's, it, these rides are fun compared to a heart attack. Yeah. This, come on. This Killing ride, me. you got to go on it. <laughs> you got to try gotta, it once. I'm going to have my phone out for this one. I am. I'm going to totally do it. Well, they'll kick your ass out the devil. Of the park for that shit. I'll tell you, I know they will, but it's going to be so worth it because this ride's going to be badass. Um, the one ride I, I dare say I probably would not go on. <laughs> Gabe, thank you. <laughs> the one ride I will not say I probably would not go on is, you know what the, uh, it's called the, um, uh, Tomahawk. Which is? It's a spinny thing, right? Uh, yeah. And then it rocks you back and forth. Yeah, that's not goes, so bad. No, no, it's not. No, it's, Did you see the new uh, Tomahawk? No. 360, dude. Imagine that. You remember how high you used to get on a Tomahawk? And yeah. you're like, oh, my God, it's almost going to flip. But it never flipped, right? It never right. flipped. You got like the new the, one. Uh, 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 no, the new one does. It holds I you. It. 
upside yeah. down and it spins you like that fuck and yeah. it drops that's you and it flims you. Fuck yeah, I try it. <laughs> that is fucked I up. I try it twice. I think that's probably the one thing I might want to skip. I'll tell out. you the one the one before <laughs> I know we got Ed for a double shot in just a second. Um the one that I tried once and it took people pouring beer into me for hours just so I was drunk enough to agree is that it's at the same place, Six Flag New England. It's the gimmick where uh, three people, man or woman, doesn't matter. You lay on this little platform and you lock your arms and they drag you up about 10,940 feet in the air and you're on a string with a bolt and and one guy is in charge of the ripcord and then you oh, just... Oh, I do that shit all day. Oh, fuck Free me. fall? Uh-uh. I love that uh-uh. shit. I no, love that no, shit. No, 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 I no. got my brother-in-law uh-uh. so good. I was like, you ready, dude? On the count of three. One, two, rip. Fuck you. No. <laughs> they had me up there. It was uh, two of my friends. It was... Uh, well, they're not friends anymore. They're cocksuckers. But I'm in the middle. They're on either end. And cocksucker number one has the ripcord. And the guy is down in the loudspeaker going... Okay, at the count of three, you pull the ripcord. One... Two, three. Nothing. <laughs> like, hey, ass clown. And my <laughs> arm is clinching, and I'm cutting off their circulation. I'm like, well, somebody pull the fucking ripcord. And they're laughing. They had this plan. <laughs> Finally, you pull the ripcord. You're just swinging like a side of beef, and I'm screaming blue murder the entire time. There's one ride, and I won't do Ferris wheels. Fuck the Ferris wheel. Fuck the Ferris wheel. Fuck the Ferris wheel. Don't hang me in a basket on a wheel. 4,000 feet. Ferris wheel Fuck is blowjob time. Well, not if you're scared of shit and your dick runs back through your butthole. That uh-uh. Dude. <laughs> I'm scared as hell. I can't even when you when you if you've ever been to Providence and you walk across that uh sky bridge that goes over the city, if you're going from like the mall to the arena yeah, to watch yeah. hockey, yep, yep. I can't even look out that window. That's how scared I am of heights. When we go over a bridge, I look straight forward when I'm driving because I can't look. I just can't fucking look. And there's Angela on the side of me. Oh, look at the pretty sunset. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck Get you. Get me off this death trap. Right. Exactly. It's a death trap. But roller coasters are some of the safest things in the world. We're going to take a trip this summer. You're going on all the rides. If I have to fucking drug you like Casey Anthony did to her kid, you're going on the ride. It will drag your limp carcass on Superman. You're going to have a great time. Superman has fun. It is. I will cut your tendons first. Bring it. <laughs> so what do you got? I'm scared. What do you got? Bring it to the table. Uh, well, the only story that comes to mind uh, was actually covered on another podcast, but I think we should talk about this here, where there was a woman uh, walking with a turban on her head, and someone got in her face uh, and screamed, uh, "This is cultural appropriation." She was a white woman. This is cultural appropriation. The white woman took the turban off and said, "I have fucking cancer. I'll wear what I want." See, big problem. Big fucking problem. This is what America's come to. We're going to yell at a woman for covering her head because she's got cancer, probably hiding really bad hair loss, patchy hair, what have you. Completely bald. Okay, fair enough. I did not know the story, and I'm just going to speak on it anyway. You're going to tell this woman this cultural appropriation, yada yada bullshit. Do I walk in? There's a there's a convenience store not far from where you live. If you go on Route 6 in Brooklyn... Uh, there's a shell station, and there's a white woman who married an Arab fellow, very nice lady, very nice guy. They run the business, and she wears the burqa. And yeah, she I goes, know them. Yeah. yeah, great people, right? Never had a problem. At no point would I ever walk in there and say, take that burqa off. You're from fucking Cleveland. And say, No, fuck that. It's part of the religion. If you're in that religion, let it go. This woman Dude, battling cancer, and you want to tell her to Khalif take a fucking turn giving head in a goddamn fucking thing. Are you Son serious? She's not even fucking Lebanese anymore. I love her. But Who? she's... 
Mia Khalifa. Okay, she's, okay, that's okay. she's fucking giving dome in one of those fucking headpieces. Not a person bitching about it, right? She gets fucked with the burqa on. It's that's what I'm saying. Great. Like, come on, man. Okay. Like, let's give me a fucking break. But, but people are so fucking hypocritical. It's absolutely absurd. This one lady has fucking cancer, but let's get on her fucking throat. But because Mia Khalifa's got her perfect little titties bouncing out and she's taking five inches of dong in her face, we're going to accept that? This is great. Only five? I, I will. No, because yeah. the rest of it, she's fucking trying to oh, okay. hold back. Oh, she's right, like, there's right, no right. too much, too much. No, I'm, fi- I'm, I'm finding this. Uh... <laughs> Drew says he would take the turban off, turn that some bitch sideways, and stick it up that douchebag's ass who said that. So good for you, Drew. I like that. It's, you know what? Pe- people, every, like we, I think we've, once again, I think it's a, it's a dead horse that we beat almost right. every fucking episode. People just really feel like, they have every right to say whatever the fuck they want. You know, to I share. People, I shared something on my personal Facebook page, and if anybody's a part of my personal Facebook page, go look it up. Two years ago, I shared something about free speech. Is that the First Amendment? I think it's the First Amendment, right? Yeah, First Amendment does not only give you the right to say what you want to say, but it. It, what it doesn't do is protect you from the opposing viewpoint. You can't just shut down, you little snowflakes. You have to be able to stand behind your statement and listen to understand, not listen to respond. Christ, I'm doing it again. And you just said it. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Stop listening to respond. Listen to understand. I've learned more from these two in two years. Listen I hope learn. you guys have learned from me because at the end of the day, it makes us better people. And I'm not saying we're better than you. What I'm saying is Jesus Fucking Christ, people. How about you let somebody live their life? Individual liberty, right? Would you agree, man in the box? Well, that's the idea. Thank <laughs> you. Dude. Would Absolutely. you agree individual liberty? No, like I liberty? said, I, I didn't want I didn't want to go and beat a dead horse because we do. We 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 really do. I think it's important to us and that's the reason why we do kind of bring it out onto the show as much as we do. Like freedoms, liberty, and all that stuff is, is so damn important. You don't have any right to fucking take any of this other thing away from anybody and else. There, there's sorry. not there's not a part of this country's constitution that wasn't derived from some other culture. Like nice. a lot right, of it. Exactly. A lot of it was from I, I don't, if you're not on my personal Facebook page, one of the things I had was a, the first freaking amendment of the Constitution. I took a picture of that and I said I think some yeah. of us need to go back and look at this shit and realize what it is. Seriously people, it's not a fucking joke and it like you everybody has a as long as you're not hurting me and as long as I'm not hurting you or anybody else who the fuck cares? I man? wish I knew what song it was. It was about twenty-seven years ago. Uh, Luther Campbell put out his own like singular solo album, and one of the lines in his song was, "What I do in my house, you might not do in your house. So what I do in my house is my business." Yeah. And let's be honest: if you're killing people here in the Valhalla Entertainment Complex, which is attached to your house. If it doesn't feed me, fuck me, or finance me, I don't care, as long as I'm not tied to it. But what we do here, I'm tied to this. Um, If Eddie goes home and wants to have sex with an Elmo toy, not that he does, let's kind of clear that up right now. Well, the hug me Elmo. That's different. The, the way it dresses. It hugs you back. The it hugs you back. That's the difference. The hug me Elmo kind of gives you love back. I'm talking about the inanimate ones you get at, like, fucking Walmart for $13. Don't ask me how I know that. Don't ask me how I know that I said. Don't do it. What you do in your house may not be what I do in my house, but when we all get together, we the, the values and the opinions and, and, the, and the intelligence that we share is important. Don't tell me how to live my fucking life. And if this cancer lady is wearing a turban to hide her hair loss, Jesus fucked up Christ. Let her do it. It's not the first time a cancer patient has tried to dress up 
the headdress they're wearing because they're losing their hair. You uh, know? Honest it happens all, No, seriously. Fancy uh, scarves, yeah. turbans. I'll absolutely, buy that. Absolutely. Because my mom had a double aneurysm in May of 1995, and myself and my good friend Chad Hatfield, friend of the show, so you guys know, we went out and bought her the craziest bandanas because they had to shave her head. Sorry. They had to cut her head open, fix the aneurysm, whatever, put her head back together with scotch tape and mm-hmm. glue and whatever they use. And she was wearing these god-awful, like – flowery 1976 bandanas to cover the hair loss. And we're like, uh-uh, no, you need more style. We bought Harley Davidson, uh, football ones, Miami Dolphins. You, you make Patriots, the best whatever. out of a bad situation. Bottom right. Line. And we right. had fun with it. And you know what she did after that? She tossed those 1970s Aunt Jemima gimmicks out the window, and she started wearing the Harley Davidson flame ones and the New England Patriots, Miami Dolphins skulls and whatnot, because she knew, she knew this is temporary. I'm going to get through this, but I'm going to have fun while I do it. I'm, I don't know in 1995 if she'd have walked into the local grocery and somebody said, Oh, my God, you're wearing skulls and crossbones? Oh, you must be, like, fucking whatever. You must be That's super, what we, super That's what we've become. <laughs> All I know is that the potential for me not being here welcome, the following year. Welcome, Beans. Welcome, Tommy. Thank you. If I'm in a situation. Beans has got where, a little bean on the way, by the way. Oh, congratulations, Woo! Bean. If it's a situation where I might not be here the following year due to illness or whatever, and you bitch to me about your feelings. Oh, God. Shoving the turban up your ass might be the least of your worries. Yeah. Sideways, it would be a little bit different. But no, uh, Tommy had a great point. Tommy had a great point. He says, live and let live. My God, how hard is that to do? How hard is that to do? Look, Ed and I don't agree on music. We don't. We're on opposite ends of the spectrum, but you know what? He digs his shit. I dig my shit. Tommy Summers in the house. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Tommy and I get along musically great. Eddie and I, not so much, but Eddie and I get along great in other subjects, and that's what makes this work the way it does. And I don't. Jason Lyon. I don't, yes. nece- I don't necessarily. That's why we go on that. Mondays, because Mondays suck balls. This is how you break the Monday monotony. And if you listen to us on Saturdays on Google Play Music or iTunes, you're missing out because <laughs> the live feed, this is how you break the Monday blues. Right here. On the on weekend, Google. you were listening to us hungover. Right. Yeah, exactly. Saturdays are hangover. <laughs> Monday is whatever. Now, when we have the case of the Mondays, it's a good thing. Look, no, not everybody has to like Kiss, and not everybody has to like Aerosmith, and not everybody has to like you wearing a turban, and not everybody has to like you wearing a zip-up fleece, and not everybody has to like you wearing a big poppy shirt. Not everybody has to like a booty fucking thing, but you know what? At the end of the day, unless you pay me, fuck me, or feed me, I don't care what you think. You know what? I was just wondering, where could somebody get a Budio's t-shirt. I can tell you that. If you go to www.lokinjabroni.com forward slash wrestling, you can get all your WWE gear, no extra fees, no hidden charges. It'll get sent right to you just like all your shopping and WWE shop. Do you know who else is a huge Finn Balor fan? Who else is a huge Leonardo. Finn Balor Leonardo. If you actually see this year's TMNT special and here I limited say edition... Leonardo, which you will also be able to find right there at the WWE website. Leonardo Finn Balor Limited Edition no shit. TMNT toy wow. dude, from Hasbro. They are all each taking wow. their own. Remember how they did it last year? Yep. With the, uh, I think uh, Michelangelo was Undertaker. Um, Somehow I just uh, made the list. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> but this year they're doing, uh, I think they're doing a whole lot of different ones, but Leonardo nice. will be Finn so, Balor. Do you know what I miss doing as a kid, though? I miss like putting on the belt and pretending to be the champion. Oh, heck yeah. We used to make, before they mass produced them, we made our own. We would cut up every board game box we had and make the belts like to scale. You know it what's awesome, great. too? 
You know what's awesome too? What's Today, in? you can get forty percent off those belts. Great call. Oh. It's going to end tonight, but you can get forty percent off WWE Championship. Nice, belts. really? Fuck. So on that note, if no you want, if you want all Damn. your WWE gear, do it now. I can put Go it on through www.lookinjabroni.com. I'll put it on my PayPal. Do it. Forward slash wrestling. And <laughs> I'll if, wear that shit every week. It's on week. the homepage. You can just go to the homepage and click the WWE link. Tommy Summers, you should get free shit from Jericho because you had him on your show twice. Tommy, twice. Chi- chime in on the Dicks things, by the way. I think you just signed in. What Dicks? Diggs. Oh, Stefan Diggs, yeah. Stefan Diggs, chime Stephon in on Diggs that, Stefan Diggs thinks the world is flat. What do you think? I mean, I love, like I said, I love Stefan Diggs, but I think... Will, you cannot get a signed Snooker shirt. I'm sorry. Um, all right. So it's on to you, my friend. All right. Well, I got to leave the live feed, um, and I'm going to bring up the next one. Uh, mine's already right here. All right. Well, look, none of us know what happened to us when we die. Would you agree? You've not died yet. You've no. not died yet. No. I thought I did. I read this. I got hit by a car. Really? When did you get hit by a car? You didn't know about that? I did not know about that. Yeah, yeah. Back uh, back when I lived in the projects. I don't know how many times I got to apologize for that. <laughs> Sorry. So, so back in the, this, this is a little known fact about Loki. Sure. In case y'all didn't know. Um, now you know. I was in junior high school, uh, seventh grade. And for some strange reason, we were searching through my parents in Paula. And we were, oh, we were trying to go to Gradescape. So we're looking for loose change, my parents and Paula, because that was like what? I think it was like seven bucks, uh, seven to eleven, right? Or something, uh, give or take back in the day, yeah. yeah it was, it was like it was nothing. There was, an, there was an entry fee, then you had to rent the skates, right? Yeah, so yeah, all right. told, it was like eleven. That's bucks. what I'm saying. It was yeah. like it was like nothing. It really was nothing. So somehow, when we were shifting around, the the shifter got hit into neutral. These are old school cars. Remember, you didn't have to have the brake pushed in. You didn't have to clutch it. It Right, exactly. So as it was happening, somehow the car started rolling. Now, Now I'm seeing me getting my ass whooped. So here I am, a very smart, very skinny, 150-pound Loki decides to get behind a 1970 Impala (laughs) to try to stop this thing. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, no. I got hit. I got completely ran over I'm not by this at vehicle. You. No, I'm no, la- no. I'm, I'm laughing at the like, thought. More like Judge Doom and yeah. uh, Who Framed Roger I'm Rabbit. I'm laughing at the thought that even I was wiry as a kid too. That you went, I can stop this vehicle. No, here. The only reason why I thought I could stop this vehicle is because I knew I was going to get my ass whooped. That's why I thought I could stop that fucking vehicle. All right, <laughs> that was the only reason why. But yeah, no, it's um, it sucks getting hit by a car. I can imagine. It's not fun. Well, but that was close. I, I literally I literally saw stars. I saw black for about maybe two seconds. And I remember seeing the house because I, when I got hit, I remember like getting sucked underneath the car and everything else. I remember looking at the, at the house and the house had red across it. Remember how bad those painters were at the projects? You, you guys are killing me. I thought this was me. Before they changed them all with the siding and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I thought this was me, and this guy, just they just painted it, but they were so bad. Like, there was red splatter everywhere, okay. and I'm literally underneath this car, and, and everybody's, trying to, everybody's trying to calm me down, and I'm like, is that my blood? And well, like, you stopped the car with your body. That's pretty good. They're like, no, dude, that's paint. Okay. Oh, no, no, I didn't stop. The car dragged me. The card literally dragged me you guys like are 25 feet. It really has. But again, so, I'm just saying. I, I have. I I've have, been there. When I was at the I've dealership, I have 
got my foot run over by a car, and I was actually kind of surprised that it didn't hurt so much. Mm, I've run over my own foot before. Yeah, it's because well, you have a lot of air. Doing stupid shit. Sure. And an oil changer, just like not pay attention and like hit the gas while I was talking. But I was close enough. Oh, and I had a blood right. clot almost go to my heart. So that was close That's, to death. Yeah, that was close that to was death. Close to I'm death. glad you didn't die because then this would be the jabroni and jabroni But I was going to say, but but I've been there. I've been like there. Okay. I've been there. This would be jabroni just yelling. But I'm just not dead. Camp. I'm Probably. not dead. Chop it wood! Anyway. I'm not dead. The book is called Biocentrism, How Life and Consciousness Are the Keys to Understanding the Nature of the Universe. It's written by a guy called Dr. Robert Lanza. He was voted the third most important scientist alive by the New York Times, which should tell you just how fucked up this guy is. He claims that when you die, your cognizance, your spirit, your soul doesn't die with you, which goes into what we talked about around Halloween time, which was... Spirits and ghosts and yeah, shit. Yeah. I found this to be largely bullshit. Um, everything's a theory. Let me read the title of the article. Quantum theory. Now, it's a theory. Everybody knows what theory means. Right. Can I get a around, around the table? It's, you a, know thought. it's, a, it's, it's a, a thought. It's a thought. You're, you're putting thoughts on paper. There's it's an unproven thought. Thank exactly. you. Here's the headline of the article. Quantum theory proves consciousness moves to another universe after death. I'm not going to read the article. I'm not going to read points in between because my question is, how do you prove this? What do you talk to Shirley fucking McLean and her 17 past lives? Well, what how were... do you prove that consciousness moves to another plane if you're not on that other plane? You so, know what's fucked up? This guy, Dr. Robert fucking Lanza. It's almost kind of like, you know how you get that, um, the little dog thing that you put around your dog to, to figure out where your dog is or your sure. cat is. It's, it's that little chip that they put inside you, right? Sure. So they put a chip inside you, and then they shoot you. Okay. And then after that, they, they monitor that chip to see where that chip goes. So you're basically doing what Kevorkian did, which was assisted suicide, which right. in many states is illegal. Right. And then they monitor... First of all, the, the, if the chip is in your body, it's not connected to your consciousness. Yeah, but but he he obviously created one that that transcends dimensions, True. because he said that the the soul went to another dimension. He has proof that this has went to another dimension. The theory proves, according to the so, article so in the must, New York Times, he must have the technology that attaches that chip. To the soul. Or maybe he's just another new age whack job who honestly believes that the smarter he sounds in an essay will make people believe, well, hot shit, Dr. Lanza said it's so, it must be so. First of all, it's just like we just said, a theory is a theory. Oh, my it's, God. It's not, you like, can't. Let, let, let's look at some things. Hello, Jim Savage. Welcome. Let's look at some things that we take for granted. We know that work. They're actually still theories. And I'll start with the most popular one, electricity. How electricity actually works is still a oh, theory. No, and that's a great point because I'm sitting playing Xbox last night and it's saving and it's doing the circular gimmick on the screen and I'm like, how do I, I mean, how do you actually know? It, it, this could be all fallacy. We're maybe living in a dream, whatever the case is, but there are, oh, the, the the science proves a lot of things and in, in so much as like your computer that you have in front of you right now, Ed, that takes you to fantastic internet places and makes these fantastic videos, especially dealing with upcoming episode number 100, which is in two weeks. I'm going to pimp that out like nobody's business. Great show. Top 10 sports podcasters are coming on the show. This, 
These are proven things. You can prove that if you slip a disk into your computer, and I don't think a lot of computers still do the disk gimmick anymore, but if you download a, a certain piece of software, it works for what you want to do. TurboTax, um, or Turbo Theft, as Eddie would call it. Um, music download file gimmicks, um, anything. It's proven. You can see it in front of your face. How this doctor can come at people and be printed in the New York Times, which supposedly, I don't believe in the New York Times. I think the New York Times is bullshit. I will stand behind the Washington Post. It's a former newspaper. It is. Now it's just a fluff piece for Donald Trump. For me, I read the Washington Post every morning. I, I got it on my, my little phone here, and you do the thing and whatever. Uh, will says, if this is a dream, then I want out. Dude, get on the train. The line starts with us, and you could be a conductor. We'll give you a job. How, how can you take a theory like this and say that this proves that your consciousness goes to another level when you have zero fucking fact behind it? And we talk about it often, Ed, on this show without Mike here, and he would agree as well. We talk about if you're going to come with an argument, you have to show us the facts. Statists do it. Liberals do it. They come at us and they say, this is it. This is why. Why? Why is it like this? Well, because I say so and because I read it on the Internet. Well, God, we all know if you read it on the Internet, it must be fucking true. How? One thing I'd, I'd like people need to understand, like, uh, distinguish between a fact-based argument and a moral argument. Like, people don't ever distinguish them. They kind of get m mashed up. Um, Will says Tasmania does not exist because I have never physically been there. All records of ex of its existence has been photoshopped and the writings of those of a lunatic. Ain't he seen young Einstein? I don't know. Have you, Will? All I'm saying is, and, and Will, is, I know Will is being funny, and he has a right to be funny, and it proves a point. Just because I've never been to Greece doesn't mean Greece doesn't exist. Just because I've never... <laughs> not much of it exists right now. Drum roll. Uh, that's a rim shot, actually. Not, the, not a rim job. I know that's what you're used to, but not a rim shot. Um, just because I've never been someplace doesn't mean it exists. It's like I can tell you, does this beer exist? You can reach out. You can touch it. You can hold it. You can dip your finger into it and feel that there's liquid in there. It exists. Um, it goes back to the argument of whether God exists or whether Jesus walked the earth. Yes, there's a book written about it. I, I'm not doubting religion. Please don't don't cross don't don't tell me I'm crossing a line. I'm just saying there are people that believe and there are people that don't. That's but my job. Jesus walked the earth. He was a man. There's 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 proof. But when you tell me that my consciousness, should I drop dead right here, that'd be good for ratings, first of all. But if I drop dead right now, none of you, not Ed, not Mike, not any of you watching or listening on our audio-only formats, can tell me what happens to my consciousness. Well, the soul rises to heaven and this and that. Those are all theories. The problem with a theory is that it's somebody's thought process without proof, without structure. You can't prove it. I can prove that this microphone exists. I can touch it. I can use it. Here, watch this. This microphone exists. Wow, how about that? It worked. It's real. But I can't tell you that if you drink blueberry cherry surprise that your fucking liver is going to fall out. I can't tell you that because I don't have the fact in front of me and there's nothing to back it up. 
I don't know what else to say. I really don't. I'd have to read the article to really comment on it. I will say I don't know. I don't know if he's like if he's promoting a theory or if he's promoting a conclusion. If he's promoting a conclusion, all right, I got to read this. Um, from, I, I'd have uh, to see the data from Tom, first, first of all. Go ahead, on. you if, first, and then I'll read. If Tommy's you're saying comment. it's a theory, if you're still calling it a theory, it's not proven yet. But right. you read, you, you, you I read you the headline. The theory right. proves it. That's what I'm it. saying. But you can't say that. You can't say theories theory don't prove, prove anything. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Beat me to my point. Thank you, Eddie. Um, Tommy says the problem with the internet is that too many people take one or two sentences out of something they read. They put it together and present it to you like it's fact, when in reality, it's nothing more than an opinion. It just so happens that those little gems support what they believe, but it doesn't make it fact. Tommy just basically wrote our mission statement that we should have written 98 weeks ago because that is what we've been saying. We, we've Thank you, Tommy. No, that, Big horns to we, you, bro. We've said it forever. This is exactly what we said. We don't want to beat a dead horse. Everybody believes that just because you have a voice, it's your right voice. No, it's not. Do you remember the first the first time we brought this up about ranch dressing? It was like, I believe, not that I do, but somebody can say, I believe ranch dressing is the greatest taste on earth. And you can have 40 people say, I don't, I don't See, believe. here we go. I don't believe ranch dressing belongs on pizza. I don't believe ranch dressing belongs but on anything. I tried it. It was weird. But there's 40% people out there that believe that ranch dressing does believe on that's pizza. Your, so, that's you know. great. If that's what you like, then that's what you like. It doesn't make it so. Some bitch. See, this, one thing that drives me nuts uh, with the news. Vinnie Vincent saved Kiss. With, ow. With, the news and, <laughs> with the news and science that drives me nuts is uh, the, uh, like associate stu- associative studies and controlled studies, they they tend to get pushed as like associative studies tend to get pushed as fact, and it drives me nuts. And with an associative study, you can prove anything. Okay, so you take a sample, you look at a few things. Well, this shows this. Like uh, the, like they try to say too much baking causes a heart attack. It's an associative study. The only way to conclusively prove that would be to lock somebody in a in a I chamber and feed them bacon yeah. every day, every day it. for the rest of their lives. Like right. you, you can't turn around. Like what if, what if, say, Harry was healthy every day of his life and never had bacon, mm-hmm. and let's say Larry had bacon occasionally all of his life, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they started doing this test. Well, Harry dies and Larry doesn't. Well, Harry was not used to having bacon his whole fucking life. You know what I'm saying? That you can't. These are tests I'm that you, you know what I'm saying. You can't. You can't. Every one of these is not the same. You, just like you but, said, but people go he, nuts with these associative studies. Right. Absolutely. Does anybody know who Jim Fix is? If yeah. you were a kid of the 80s, you remember Jim Fix. Mm-hmm. He was the jogging guru who told you that if you lived clean and didn't smoke and didn't drink and did all, didn't do all this stuff and you jogged and you got your heart rate up, that you would live a longer life. Does anybody know how Jim Fix died? Drop dead of a heart attack. Yeah. When did he drop dead of a heart attack? While jogging. Thank you. Everything's a fucking theory unless there's science behind it. And maybe he had heart problems in his past. Maybe it's hereditary. Maybe whatever. But Jim Fix truly believed that if you... Maybe everything he believed was bullshit. Exactly. And now he finally tried something. Nothing is concrete. Everything... and, and, And this is another thing I took away from these guys... There's there's some black and there's some white, but you know what? In between it, there's 4,000 yards of gray that is going to induce two things. One, either intelligent conversation or absolute knockdown, drag-out arguments because people can't see past their own bullshit. Exactly. And then there's groupthink. 
Uh, Will where says, if you're surrounded by a group, you start to believe things that that group thinks. Will says absolute bullshit, and I'm going to read it, but he's just he's playing a role right now. He's doing devil's advocate. Let's all agree that without the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees wouldn't have to any place to buy their great players from. Um, I'm not going to go into this argument. Baseball season, we're going to have our, uh, I'm it's, trying to it's get, it's not here yet. I'm trying it's to get layer. My try- show, no sports. <laughs> I'm trying to get Laritz for Jim Laritz. By the way, if you guys are first time watchers, we had, uh, Yankee great Jim Laritz on the phone to go over the 2015 World Series, trying to get him back for the uh, season opener. So, we're working on that. And you get to hear from an actual baseball player and not just some yep. drunken idiots who sit and watch baseball for a living. Thank you. So that was my take. But that's why people watch, to see drunken idiots talk about baseball. So, but you um, can't convince our women of that. King Kong. Bundy? King Kong, the movie. Oh, okay. Is being remade again. Again. This is now the... Th- Wait, wait. Uh, you mean 19, the Skull Island? The one? Skull Island, right? It's already. I think it's uh, what? Or like well, a couple weeks out, right? It, it it's not a remake. It's a reboot. No, no, it is a. It's a quasi. It's not a sequel. It's in the same universe as the Godzilla movie. And this is my point that I'm getting at. Okay, yeah. so here we go. We have already had two thousand straight up give us the Jack Black. Whatever you know. Okay, now that I'm glad you mentioned it, wasn't that a bad movie. It was it, kind of I, long. I was just going to say that movie could have been 35 minutes shorter and had a better punch and a better effect on people than the 19, which I consider the best, right. the 1976 version. So here we go, and of course they're going to go through this whole story again. All right, so let's be honest with you. Okay, this whole movie is going to be about. Skull Island. Okay. And it's probably going to be him beating up a T-Rex again. Okay. Just like in the other one, which he beat up, what, two T-Rexes, if I recall, and a couple weird, like, And in every King Kong movie, he fights with some reptilian thing. Right, exactly. You know what would so, be great? In just one movie, King Kong fights like Hulk Hogan. So, um, obviously, fantastic. he already he already gave the... Uh, Ain't you seen WrestleMania 2? My esteemed colleague That'd already be three. gave it away. But it, it is in the same universe as Godzilla. So you know what's fucked up, gentlemen? Ooh, guts, what's fucked up? We're actually finally going to get a remake of either A, King Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus King Kong. Okay. I, I dig crossovers. I do. I'm a big fan, as because you know. You, did you hear about what happens, right? Yes. If you stick around for the end of Skull Island, supposedly King Kong is running around doing his little thing, and he starts beating his chest, and he goes, and then it, the screen goes black, and you hear Godzilla's roar. So It, so it, it breeds a crossover, which is great, and I love the crossovers, with the exception of Freddy versus Jason. Most crossovers are that fantastic. That should have been so much better. It should yeah, have been. I read the original. Have you seen this Godzilla, though? Oh, yeah. The new one? Dude, he's a monster. Right. It, he's a monster. You didn't see enough of him in the movie. It beats, right, but it beats, look, he's a beefy son of a bitch. It beats the piss out of the 1990 Dude. change Godzilla, which was horseshit. Wait. Oh, <laughs> here it comes. It was horse shit. 
And the ni- that '90s version was garbage. It Dude, was it was a vehicle to get Matthew Broderick back on the map. King Kong better look like the Big Show if he's going to take on this Godzilla. Is all I got. Tommy say, says dude. King Kong should fight Chuck Norris. Who would win? Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris. easily. Um, I dig the crossovers um, in the comics. As uh, growing up, we all saw uh, Batman versus Spider Man or Superman versus the Hulk, and uh, even into the '90s. Uh, it, the movie Alien versus Predator, um, fantastically done. Will, Will's right. I like this. We only get oh my damn phone flipped. We only on get me. King Kong. We versus only get God- Kong King Kong versus Godzilla if the box office sales are high enough at Skull Island. The reason why we're saying that is don't forget the title. The head of the title is the monster that wins. There was two specific versions of this movie when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. There was King Kong versus Godzilla, in which King Kong won, and then there was Godzilla versus King Kong, in which. Godzilla, one. right, and they were always on Creature Double Feature on Channel Fifty Six back right. in the day. So it's it's we uh, we, well, we here, here's the, this is why I'm optimistic. I don't know if you heard of the the next Godzilla movie they're playing. We're gonna get some Rodan action. Mothra is on we're the supposed poster. To get some Mothra. You gotta have Mothra. You gotta have on the poster. Rodan. Ghidorah is supposed to be the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is it? Rodan, Mothra, Ghidorah. I heard there was one more. I'm yeah, like, it's I'm supposed to be. It. Uh, um, what's his name? The um, uh, it's that that but Bo. Uh, I, I'll, I'll find it. I, I anyway, it's Godzilla two, King of Monsters. So and they promise we're gonna have more Godzilla. They had to cut some of Godzilla because Brian Cranston is expensive. Is he really? Mm, yeah, Probably, I can see dude. that. Well, we'll, he was we'll, in that movie for ten minutes. He was the best part of that movie. We'll find out. Well, let's hope he doesn't have to do that in Power Rangers, man. Right, well, right, right, right. But no, I I I like what they're doing here. I dig what they're doing here. Uh, if done when, right, it'll be fantastic. Right, if, right, but right. It has potential to be done very, very poorly. I think. I think what I'm getting at is when when is when is enough? When are we gonna just say, hey, can we stop doing these remakes? I can tell you when at one point we should have stopped, and I think Ed's going to agree with me. The Ghostbusters reboot. Absolute garbage. I don't even want to talk about it. Eddie, I want you you to say it because I'm going to hit the button. No, it's a waste of echo. (laughs) All right, fair enough. (laughs) The problem I had with that movie was it just seemed like they were just constantly trying to outdo themselves joke-wise. Whereas the first Ghostbusters, the puns and the jokes came natural. Natural. This you, one, had na- you had natural comedic geniuses. This one seemed forced. You had, this one you seemed had, forced. Everyone in that movie, with the exception, with the exception of maybe Ernie Hudson, had a history with each other, right? You know, and even Ernie Hudson kind of flowed into it with everybody after a while. I thought he was great. Yeah, that's, he's great. That's, that's a big original, fucking. Originally, that's a big fucking Twinkie. Orig- originally, he <laughs> right? was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Tell him about the Twinkie. Right? <laughs> what about the Twinkie? But see that that Bill Murray delivery, you never you can't get that anymore. Exactly. Like exactly. any movie the thing with Ghost the new Ghostbusters, any movie that can make Bill Murray unfunny and he was unfunny in that movie, what he little was. bit he was in. Can I say this? We're we're sitting here just within three within three lines, we just did the original Ghostbusters three yeah. times. Can you think of one line from from the new Ghostbusters right now? Yes, Dan Aykroyd's the one that delivered. He was the funniest part of the whole movie. He was. Actually. One of my favorites from the original was uh, when they were talking about shutting down the power grid. And if Dickless over here hadn't, da, 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 yeah. is this true? Yes. yes. The man this man has, has no, no dick. dick. You know what's better? Yeah, if you get like the special edition uh, Blu-ray DVD or whatever, watch the outtakes of that. Bill Murray said something different like each I've, time. You know what? I'm going to go out and find that. 
because I dig stuff like that. Um, just like, recently, like literally, like they use some for like the television version because obviously they can't say dig, right, right, but, right. Yeah, but he just, said all kinds of weird things, and like you can hear everybody in the background laughing. Right, I just I thing. just bought one of my favorite '90s movies on DVD uh, three four nights ago. Was Mallrats? I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I really oh, am. Oh, you know what? That'll be a no. It's fucked up. What? Mallrats or Kevin? No, Smith? No, go ahead. Um, and they have an hour worth of deleted scenes that I sat and watched with just, and it was hilarious. And I thought, if they had just put that in the film, but I understand it was a studio film. That's why. Yeah, it was Gramercy Pictures. It wasn't Kevin Smith doing Clerks like the original. It was where Universal, could, I think. Uh, it was yeah, Gramercy Univer- right in the yeah, beginning. Universal. Uh, they redistributed. Gramercy sold to Universal, but I get it. Um, but the. Oh, it, it was, there were just so many great one-liners that would have made the movie – it's already hilarious, but let's be honest. You put some of those things in, it might have just shot it through the moon, whatever. But Kevin Smith, with the exception of Jersey Girl and one other film, can do no wrong. Everything he touches turns to gold. Jersey Girl and, and Cop Out was Thank you. Lame. That was the other one. Mm-hmm. No, but you know what's fucked up? Well, <laughs> I'm getting sent chocolate-covered pretzels from the listeners. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to stink palm you right you know now. What's here. fucked up? What's fucked up? Clerks three canceled. I heard about what? that. Yeah. Look, I loved Clerks two, and it was a big budget production, but it, it kept a lot of the One of sick, the- dirty, nasty bullshit humor that we all love. Look, guys, guys, let, let's take the women out of it. It's a focus group. No offense to you. Um, because your name is Focus, let's be honest. All that dirty, nasty humor from Clerks, Mall Rats, um, Chasing Amy, etc., and uh, Jane Silent Bob site Strike Back came out in Clerks too. Even though it was a big budget production, it was fantastic because you got a uh, Kinky Kelly right off the bat. It's the first thing I could think of the guy fucking the donkey. Um, the, of course, it is the um, the Christian kid working the drive-through and the. Uh, Jay and uh, Randall singing King Diamond lyrics. Dante. To him. Dante, Dante, thank you. Randall was the other guy. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Um, they're singing King Diamond lyrics, overtly satanic lyrics, but King Diamond, I, I can get into that another time. Yeah. But it-, it scared the Christian kid, and then there was just so- all that dirty humor was in this big budget production. It kept the, what do you want to say, um, the organic feel of Clerks 1 brought it to Clerks 2. It was great. How are you going to cancel one, Clerks 3? One of the main four, which would be, you know, Randall, Dante, I think Rosario Dawson, and uh, one other, mm-hmm. decided they didn't want to do the picture. And the rumor is it's Jeff Anderson who plays Randall because he doesn't like Clerks. Well, Jeff Anderson, the blonde is, guy, he was the, he was he, the main antagonist. Randall is Dante's best friend, and he's also the funniest part of Clerks. Oh yeah, uh, but he doesn't—he doesn't like the character. He thinks Don- the character is horrible. Are you fucking kidding me? He owned that character. I, I picture them not only in the first one playing hockey on yeah. the roof, but in the second one where they're in the jail cell, and he grabs Dante by the fucking lapels and says, "We we should buy the quick stop and open it ourselves." That was the best time of our life. And it just it it, may, it brought everything together. Um, Will, fuck you. Clerks two did not suck. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it did not suck. You want to watch a sucky movie? Watch Geely or whatever that fucking movie was. <laughs> oh God, Jersey Girl. Another another thing that's on the chopping block was uh, you're gonna be sad. Mallrats two 
gone. I don't want to want. No, see, there are certain movies I don't think you should make a two out of. Um, Scarface is one, and they never did. Thankfully, they are talking. They're still talking, talking about, about that remake, and they're, they're talking are, about Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, the, I know. the pro the problem. We'll talk. Just talking on Mallrats. Real quick. The problem. You know what's that fucked is, up about he, that? What's fucked up is, about that? Is I think he might actually hit it. He could, and but, there's not a lot of things Leo can't do. And 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 I and I haven't. And you all know me. I haven't been on this Leo bandwagon in a very long time. The Django fucking role. Oh my god! Did it. For me, that you know what un fucking believable. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna role, I'm gonna man. give thirty seconds, and if she's watching, she'll answer this question. Somebody put me on a timer. There's one role by Leonardo DiCaprio that did it for me. It was set in Boston. Growing pains. No, and Angela, if you're watching, you tell Departed. these people. Thank you. You already you already did it. The Departed. He was money in that movie. He was. He was. Good. And I've watched a lot of his films. I, I got. I. I think it's kind of funny because there's not very. Few, there's not very many times you Welcome, can actually Rob. blow out and jack. You. There's not very many times you can out jack Jack. And Leo did it. Not only Leo, but I want to give it to Matt, Matt Damon. Too. I have, that I movie. Actually Matt not Damon. Seen the Departed. Oh motherfucker! Please, I, 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 I was, was going to say what did it for me with Leo was Titanic. Horseshit! 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 Fucking great in Titanic. He was okay. He 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 for what he was supposed to be. You know, you know I'll what? agree with it. Here's the thing: I've been fighting the Titanic hate my whole life. Titanic is a great. I don't hate. Movie. No, I'll agree with you. Titanic was a fantastic fucking movie. And I don't Leonardo think Leonardo DiCaprio is the best thing about that. Wrong. Movie. I think Billy Zane was the best thing about that movie. Oh, Billy Colonel Zane. Sanders. Colonel Sanders. The gold Colonel Sanders is the best thing about Titanic. Hit the button. The gold Colonel Sanders. Horse shit. I thought Billy Zane as the. The, the villain made that film. He was the reason why. The greatest wrote, role. Oh, the greatest me. role that Billy Zane ever played. Blood is, Diamond was good. Don't say Phantom. Demon, don't say Phantom. Is the demon from Tales from the Crypt. I'll buy it. Yes. He was badass in that. Fucking love that movie. He I watched Titanic the other night. In that. I watched Titanic God damn the other it, all night. Dude, give me with the key. Little poor, don't tell me. Damn motherfuckers. Fuckers. Not, not only is he slapping his woman around and telling her what she should do, and then when the ship is sinking, he's trying to buy his way onto a boat, and he steals a baby, and he does that. Billy Zane, for that time, 96 when that movie came out, was the quintessential villain. You, you, know, you paid to hate that do guy. Do you know why I have a soft spot for Billy Zane? Because you're gay? No, okay. I'm just Billy, I'm Billy, no, no, no. Billy Zane at was like a was a he was in every movie, well established actor. Yeah, still showed up to do his three minute bit parts in the Back to the Future series. Yeah, he was in it all was three one of, of his them. first roles. Yeah, and he still showed up to play absolutely part for Robert Zemeckis. Um, will we'll classy? We'll mention is. Blood Diamond as a great Leo movie, and I'll that's give him. I said, that was a good movie. Oh. I wouldn't say it was a great. But between Leo the, movie, between the movie. between Django. And the departed. Django's. That, Django and, uh, did it for me. Has anybody seen Wolf of Wall Street? That Fucking was, that was fantastic. And so and so was the the dream one that he did. Um Insurrection, Insurmountable. Uh, Insurrect. No, no, Insidious. No. Insidious. Insidious, thank you. No, not Insidious. That's the horror movie. In, oh. in Gimmick Greek, in uh oh my in God. your ass. I, I just obviously none of us care that movie that much. That's so disqualified. Somebody yeah. chime in. I know what movie you're talking about, though. I actually think that movie is so. He overrated. did Shutter Island, which I thought was really good too. 
I'm Until wearing. the end. Exactly. Yeah. I'll buy it. No, no I just, I, like I mentioned this before, Gangs in New York, great fucking movie. Gangs in New York was good. Like Long I said, movie, I, my, but great my thing movie. is. Inception, when, says Jen. Yeah, it is Inception. And that is what it is. Um, um, when, I, when I watched him. Best Leo. To, Tommy, Su- Tommy Summer says, best DiCaprio movie is This Boy's Life. I've never well, seen I got, it. I'm now putting it Django, on my watch list. You can't see it. Why not? Uh, is it that's featuring the, John Cena? Ask him if that's the movie that him and Tobey Maguire keep trying to ban. Okay, uh, Tommy, you heard it here first. Uh, chime in. Go ahead, Mike. No, Django was it. Man. Oh, my that, God. You know that scene? Him looking at the... We serve in white cake, right? How white can, uh, how can cake. We white cake. Gilbert Grape. Gilbert Grape. That was fantastic, he was but he great, was a bit Matt. player. When he slammed his hand down on the table, a lot of people don't realize that he actually cut his hand on the glass. Mm-hmm. Now, he kept... Acting. Do you know they use that scene? Of course they did. They use that fucking scene when he cut his because fucking you, hand on the table, if man. If you nail it, you use it. It's, and he nailed it. And he fucking nailed it. And I'm dude. sure he that when and I'm sure it. the director yelled cut and whatever and he held his hand, he was like, Son of a bitch, motherfucker, cocksucker, whatever. And they wrapped him up and whatever, and they're like, Oh, we're using that shit. Dude, I when I first heard Leo was going to be in that movie, I was like, oh, he's going to be the good guy. He's going to free Django. He's going to do all this shit. And then when he played the part that he played, I was like, first of all, my jaw went like this. Oh, yeah. And then, and then I picked it up. And then I was like, yeah, I can buy this shit. And then he got so fucking racist. And that went again. And I was like. Holy shit, Leo, you're drilling this right. shit, dude. Do, do you know what I loved? I, this might sound like a little theme, but that scene when he walks in and Samuel L. Jackson is sitting there, you know, sipping on whiskey or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's telling him everything is going on. The way, like, that character, like, humbled to the Samuel L. Jackson character, like, you, you really think so? Yeah. Really? Like, all, like, he, like, it's like, I own you, but you, you're my, what, what, what do the Italians call it? Um, Consigliere or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you are my, you know, conscience. You are my my inside. <laughs> oh man. yeah, the yeah. the slave and the and they're like, yeah. oh, you 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 somebody he, who taught me how to be me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like, yeah, it's like you're my slave, but you're my my mentor, my it's father funny. figure. It's like right. who really runs it, that, that whole. That's ranch. a great point. It's exactly. funny because I just watched a movie. Um, the Eternal Flame had me watch something called The Help, which features Emma Stone, who I don't I don't think is attractive. And if anybody thinks she is, she's you're wrong. As hell, though, she is I, funny I think as she's hell, hilarious. And she's writing a book about slaves, et cetera, so forth. And the slave, the the um, not slaves, but um, black women who go in and clean the white ladies' houses in the deep south, and they basically raise the children. And every day before this little girl leaves for school, the the is played by Viola Davis. Grabs the little white girl and says, you is important, you is beautiful, you is is somebody. And it set the tone for the film, to me. And you give me that sub story, I am in. I am all in. I don't like fluffy movies. I don't like bullshit. I want something that grabs my attention and holds me. Like I watched uh, Imperium last night. As much as I hate white supremacists, that was a fantastic fucking film. Do you know what's fucked up? White supremacy has their own fucking podcast. Oh yeah. yeah, and they get hundreds of 
thousands of listeners who buy into the bullshit. BET, blacks have their own channel. Okay, and I'm not going to get into that because I have my own theory. And <laughs> I'm I don't just wanna, saying. I'm, I don't, I'm just going to put it out there. I man. don't want to lose that particular population of our listenership. For what? For, for actually telling the truth? If, oh, my God. Holy shit. You guys have your own network? <gasps> okay, here comes. Is that news? Here it comes. I expect I'll him to build here. the wall. Uh, I here, expect him to build the 10 wall. Ten feet. Okay, here it comes. And I'm going to say it because you brought it out of me and I agree with you. Um, why is black entertainment television okay? But if you and I started a network tomorrow that played nothing but John Candy and Alan Thicke, God rest his soul, and called it white entertainment Dude, television, I would throw some fucking... labeled as racist. Hello, I, I would definitely throw a little freaking... Um, I can it? actually answer that. Little Bob Saget, you know, up in that too. Cause, Good, because he's he's quint- he's quintessential single white father right there. Okay, yeah, he is. Here's the he thing. is. All right, right, right now as it stands, I don't see a need for a black entertainment television, but I I can understand the creation of it because it's it's not what twenty five years strong, twenty five years strong, yeah. twenty five years ago. Like, there's a legitimate argument they weren't adequately represented in MTV. MTV only played rock videos. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy into that a little bit. They played you know? rock videos and the and I'm put I'm throwing out the quotation uh, uh, right David now. Bowie, David Bowie called MTV out on it. Right. And they kind of stuttered at him. No, like, I'll oh, agree oh, with oh. you because they only played the important black artists. Right, Michael we, Jackson, Michael Bobby Jackson. Brown, Whitney Houston, those Prince. that were. And I'm throwing the quotations again. Safe. For the people to accept, but you didn't see Public Enemy except for that half-hour block on Tuesday afternoon, and that came much later. Yes, it did. So, so from that standpoint, I can understand the creation of a black entertainment television. And right now, it's ratings. If they're still making money, they're going to keep going. I hear you. Right now, VH1 so, is running uh, like a hip hop week, and I'm all over it. I watch Notorious again. Again, for like the three thousandth time, the let, Biggie story. Let me let, let me put it to you. I'm gonna go check the if port. If you had a quick. business, you go ahead because if when you, you get back, I gotta go. If you had a business that was making money, we get and we can t- go into a break. Sure. If you had a business that was making money, would you just shut it down because it's either morally or ethically right, or would you keep going? Um, that's a great question. You can't change your brand. You have loyal no. Cu- if you change your brand, suddenly the, your loyal customers. No, that that's you, a great question. Think, think that, oh, they don't care about us. Anymore. You know, as someone who has spent time and Will, you're out there, you're in South Carolina. I was born in South Carolina. I've traveled to South Carolina many, many times. It's one of my favorite places on earth. I was born there. Um, there are soul food restaurants. There are there are centric, seriously, black centric businesses mm-hmm. that continue to exist. They don't They don't care if you're white, green, purple, Jew, whatever. You walk in, they treat you like gold. They're wonderful human beings. They don't care what color you are. They're just running a business. And I don't necessarily think that BET is a bad thing. No. I don't. I think it's wonderful because th- there's a huge difference between BD, B, uh, BET and what like that jackass Richard Spencer is doing is a huge difference. 100% agreed. You know, BET isn't at one point Dave Koz and Kenny G were number one in their jazz charts. Right. So, like, BET is not going to discriminate whoever's involved in the culture. Right. Uh, Will brings up a great point. Uh, Headbangers Ball was on late because the demographic was up all night and slept all day. And that was your heavy metal crowd. Um, 
Which I actually thought was bullshit, even though I wasn't into that music. I but hated, then like, the fact that it was like two in the morning. Well, it was midnight know? to three, and then they had that little block at three thirty in the afternoon. They called the hard thirty, where you got like six heavy metal videos, and then they went back into Whitney Houston, In Excess, whatever. Not that those, not that those artists aren't good, but you get tired of seeing the same shit over and over again. If I always thought Ed Lover, Dr. Dre, and Ricky Rackman should start a show called Rejected. Right. <laughs> Look, there was something special and to me about MTV was you could sit and do your homework and put on MTV and you could hear NXS, followed by Motorhead, followed by Bobby Brown, followed by this artist, that artist, that artist. And it was how I was introduced to different things. It's why my musical tastes are so eclectic, where I could put in, if in my old Jeep, I had a 10-disc changer. It had Slayer. It had Tom Jones. It had NWA. It had Kiss. It had so many different, because of the MTV generation, you were introduced to things. And now we're all 16 and pregnant. Yeah, that's the bullshit part of it. Let's take a break, folks. All right, we'll talk to you guys in a few minutes. And welcome back, everybody, to the GOAT podcast, starting over here on the East Coast. That is the the first time we have ever taken a break, like, after doing the whole show. Wow. Like, literally, we did the whole show, and we're like, hey, let's take a break. Pretty freaking fantastic. (laughs) So we're going to wrap it up. We have our quick little uh, sports talk that we're going to do. We got our Ted Nugent Award coming out. We have our top ten list coming out. And we also, while you guys are here, I want to talk to you very seriously about movies. Movies are a spectacular thing that you get to enjoy with friends and family. This is a type of thing that doesn't require a whole lot of money. I I would love to go see movies, but I don't know where to get tickets. That's exactly my point. If you guys want to go to Fandango, which actually is an affiliate at the Loki and Jabroni show. So if you go to LokiandJabroni.com and look at our affiliate links right on the bottom, you will see Fandango. Go ahead and you click that little site right there and you can grab yourself some tickets. Now, when you grab those tickets, you're not only making laughter, memories, and everything else. Movies are a way to express yourselves and go out and just have a good time where everybody who is involved is going to enjoy themselves. We've used it's, the Fandango link ourselves. It's a guaranteed time. Um, we're talking and about it cards, right now. Too. Gift cards, Power Rangers. content. Yep. Power Great. Rangers. The is summer movies out. are coming. Very good point. The summer yes. movies are coming. Power Rangers is coming. We talked about that. We're going to go see that movie. We urge you guys to go see that movie. I tell you, it's going to be good. It's going to be. There's I'm certain movies amped up for some Guardians of the Galaxy. That's looking that's really the good. The second one looks really good. Little little baby group. Everybody oh, yeah. a little, little excited about baby group. I'm hell is excited. Baby, baby group's going to be good. That's what I'm saying. So guys, seriously, if you get the chance. Go on. Go to that affiliate link. Make sure you go check out Fandango, the only place you want to get those tickets. And if you sign on with them, don't forget, you get deals. They will literally email you 20% off your entire purchase. Use our link and you'll get everything you ever want. I mean, it's, it, they, they love when you continuously go back to them, and that's what we want to do. Is make sure it's you a way to, to support the show. Right. March 24th is the, the Power Rangers movie. So uh, If you haven't noticed, obviously, Loki's been, you know. He has. I have. I've, He's be, all Between up in my memes shit. and and if you look at my, my personal Facebook uh, cover, that that just shows you every weekend. Weekend, I've been, oh, my newest one is actually pretty damn good. I'll have to look at that. 
just to top <laughs> off, too, um, Fandango's not the only one. Please stop by. Uh, if you're looking for a quality wine and beverage fridge, King Bottle is also a sponsor of the show. Use the link there. Obviously, the WWE shop, which we, we put out a lot. All the time. Um, and if you are into music, if you are a performer, DJ, producer, whatever, Zounds.com. Uh, they help you break up and easy for payment. So if you're thinking of starting a music career, that's a place to go. Lowkeyintrobrowing.com. I'm going to say, um, speaking personally from a point, um, starting up my own DJ business, I mean, I literally got kicked out of the business. Uh, I was helping somebody else, and within a week, everything was taken out from underneath me. Um, think about that. How how hard is it to be able to build up your business within Two weeks. I already had the clientele. People were expecting me to be there. Right. Zounds will give you that opportunity. They'll say, look, if you want to build this together, we can make this in four monthly installments. We can hook you up, and this is the way you want to do it because trust me when I say you don't want to mess around with sound. That, that's four payments without a credit check. I should thought they'll do four payments without a credit check. Six and higher, they will do a credit check. Mm-hmm. But four payments without a credit check. So if you're just getting started out, Zounds is the way to go, and this it, they got all the major brands: Pioneer, Tascom. They have um, Mackie, Onyx. All the top brands are there. Microphones, uh, which, drum like machines, I said, you, you don't you don't want to start off something. You don't want to start off something with half notch fucking sound. You will stand out if you have the better sound. Trust me on this. People hear it. People come back to you, especially if you're into the DJ business, if you're in the karaoke business. If you make people sound better, they come back to you. Right. That's exactly how it works out. Make sure you check them out and thank them very much for being, you know, being part of our show. I mean, right. we love having them as a... And as always, if you want to support us directly... www.patreon.com forward slash Loki You smell that right now? What am I smelling? You know what that is? What is that? Oh, that is a Baja Citrus Pork Tenderloin, my friends. This is what you will be feasting upon as we are talking to our Patreon donors. Um, We have actually also, as you guys are listening, if you are interested in Patreon, um, as we've been noticing, uh, or as actually we've been talking about, I'm working on being able to make my own Mm T-shirts. And today... Our very own man in the box, our producer in the box, Mr. Eddie Focus, brought to me the attention that perhaps, maybe, if you are a patron donor of, we haven't decided the monetary We'll, we'll, we'll figure the level. Right. We haven't figured out, but what, once we figure out the level, and, and we are committed, we will be committed within the couple of weeks, I promise you, right now, the first shirt coming out will be the horse Shit shirt. Whoa! Hello. That, that he has been asking for. I promise you that right now. It is the emoji horse head plus shit right after it. The very popular smiley horse shit face. Wait, can I say it? Go ahead. Horse shit t shirt. With Loki and Jabroni on the back, all the information will be there. If you are a Patreon donor, you will get these T-shirts free. Who does not like T-shirts? I love, love t-shirts. t-shirts. I love, love T-shirts, man. Especially, I don't have nearly enough. Yeah, exactly. I'm told I have too many, but there's no such thing as too many T-shirts. And this you is, need to get rid of that gonna person. Be, this is going to really? be a great... You tell her, not me. No, this oh, is going to no, be I'm a scared. great opportunity to get on it. Even if you don't like them, we will make it so easy for you. If you want to change the size of your shirt monthly... 
All you need to do is personally message us, and we will make sure that that gets changed. So if one if one month you want it large, the next month you want it medium because you're giving it away as a gift, just get a hold of us. I will be more than happy to personally take care of that for you. Fantastic. Patron donors will have every opportunity to make sure they get first that. Crack. Bottom line, first folks, crack. T-shirt of the month club. Yes. Absolutely. Loki and Jabroni. So I got a little bit of sports talk if uh, Ed can wrangle up the music real quick. I didn't think we were going to do this. Oh, no, I got a little something. something. It's that time of year. For me, this is like Christmas. Yeah, I know. It's Christmas. It's Valentine's Day. It's everything wrapped into one. And... We're sitting here on Monday, and this Sunday, if you're watching us live, it's this Sunday. If you're watching, if you're listening to us on audio only, it's the next day. We'll try this. It is pretty good. They're they're sharing mojitos back and forth or whatever. No, it isn't. It's a Colin who. Whatever the gimmick is. Daytona 500 day is this (laughs) Sunday. Eddie just smiled. Right? You never see that shit. (laughs) Daytona 500 is this Sunday. And the big story past past Chase Elliott getting his second straight poll is that the prodigal son, Dale Earnhardt Jr., is back. He's back behind the wheel of the number 88 nationwide car. He is ready to go. And there was a lot of speculation going in that Junior wasn't going to be ready, that Junior was going to retire, that Junior was I less thought he than. was going to retire. I thought I was going to get a new driver. Did. I thought I was going to have a new driver. I really did as well because, you know, and you're can a I be honest? Sure. Can I be honest? I, I was kind of looking forward to picking a new driver. Um, I wasn't looking forward to Junior retiring because. I kind of was. I think he's done, man. He's the face of NASCAR. Fuck Jimmy Johnson with his seven championships. Fuck <coughs> this guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck every. You know, really seven serious championships, though. I mean, I, I get it, you but can't, you again, can't just shake that shit. You know, Dale Junior. Seriously, is the face of NASCAR. Why? Yeah. Thank you. Why? Thank you. A. He's always in contention. He may not. He's never won a championship. Let's be honest. And. Yeah, he's okay. the most. He's yeah. the most. He's the most. Has his father no, won no, a no, championship? No. Uh, seven of them. Exactly. I want to stop. Go ahead. I want to hear what you have to about. say. You're going to be the guy that drags this beyond five minutes. I know nothing about racing, but I'm going to stop this right now because you're talking in contrary to everything you said about the goat conversation. Oh, I'm not calling him the goat ever. No, Dale Earnhardt Jr. can't be the face of anything. He no, hasn't. I agree. It. He I hasn't agree. earned it. I agree. I agree with Jimmy Johnson's earned it more than he. I'll has. buy it. Thank I'll you. buy it to Thank an extent. You, you don't. And I'm ha- not just saying that. Seven time. You don't. Seven have, time. You're you, tied. You're tied with Dale Earnhardt. You're tied with the intimidator. And Richard Petty. His own fucking son can't do that, dude. He can't even win. I'll buy His it. His own son can't win. I'll now, buy now, it. Don't get me wrong. I, I and wanted, I'm a fan. I wanted great I'm a, things I'm a for Dale Junior. Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, fan. I wanted great things for Junior, but I'm sorry, he's not cutting it. He's not. I, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you, and I buy it. I do. He, he I, sucks do. The I do. Booty. I do. I argue. With junior fans, again, fact versus fiction, and we're big proponents of this, mm-hmm. I buy it. But he's the guy. I he's the Peyton so Manning. He's the alive. He's the guy on the commercials. He's the guy that people buy the most gimmicks. He's the guy that people, every year, I think um, Bill Elliott 
was the most popular driver for years and years and years, won one championship. Um, the year Earnhardt died, the year Earnhardt died, uh, Bill says, take my name out of the running and, uh, let somebody else win. And it was Dale Earnhardt. He was, he was dead after the first race and oh, he wins. Now, Junior, who's already been racing three years, he, he's, uh, Junior Nation is huge. And I can, I'm part I can, of it, I can, I, I love Junior. I get I it. do. I can equate this to Red Sox Nation or Yankee Nation or Cub Nation or whatever nation you belong to. You don't win every year. You may not win ever. Let's let's talk about the Baltimore Orioles since 1983 when they won a championship. Yeah, but teams change players. They they change Bingo. management. Ta- say it again. Say it again. Teams change players. They change management. Like Dale Earnhardt Jr. is Dale Earnhardt Jr. No, that's what I'm saying, and that's my point. Like I agree that he should be the face. He should be the face, but he's not. I don't think he's the face because he still hasn't won, dude. Okay. He's like, I mean, what are you going to call him, the lovable loser? Here's the thing. I don't think he can ever be the face because he, he joined uh, Gordon's team. Like, he, he joined Gordon's team because, you know, if you oh, can't no, no, beat no, him, no, join no, him. No, 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 no. As no, a NASCAR no. freak, let no, me no. tell you. No, that's... Um, DEI, which was Dale Earnhardt's race team before he was died. Was owned by the mother. And when he died, Teresa, not the mother, the stepmother of Dale Earnhardt Jr., took over. Um, yeah, and, yeah, my bad. Thank you. The wife, and the wife. I meant the to wife. say the wife. Thank I you. I meant to say the wife. And it was going south at about 120 miles an hour, and Dale, Dale Jr. had to make a decision. Am I going to stay on the sinking ship, or am I going to try to further my career? Well, let's be honest. If this was sinking at 120 miles an hour, if Ed decided to bail or Mike decided to bail, I, I can't. Joe Rogan's calling. I'm just saying. Uh, Joe Rogan's not calling you anything <laughs> but bitch, but I love you. Um, having said that, DEI was going south at 100 miles an hour, and right, I Dale Jr. That. had to make a decision, and Hendrick gave him an opportunity. We have good equipment, which they share with Stuart Haas, which is Kevin Harvick, and I'm a, I'm a huge Kevin Harvick fan. Um, they, they swap information, and DEI had... N- they had no horse in the race. It w- they were singular, and they were they were secular because Teresa b- thought, "Well, we're DEI." Chest pounding. It was all bullshit. Um, Dale left for business reasons, and when Dale left, I applauded him. I never. No, ever, I, I agree. I I agree with what you're saying. There were a lot of NASCAR fans that said, "Oh, look, Dale is jumping to Hendrick because he wants this and that." No, no, Dale Dale Jr. has talent. Fair, fair enough, but he still hasn't won. He's, and I agree he's with won you on races, that. but he hasn't won a championship. And that's no, no. We we talked about this last week on that. Mark Martin never won a one championship. Of, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, a Hall of Famer is different between a goat, man. Oh, Dale Jr. will never be the goat. But that's what I'm saying. For him to actually be a face, though, you gotta kind of be like Tom Brady is the face of the NFL. Can we yeah. agree on that right now? Yes. Yes. Can we say that Tom Brady is the face of the NFL? Yeah. Can we, without can we, Peyton, without can we Peyton, say yes. that John Cena? Is the face of the WWE? Yes. Yes. And he's a winner, right? He is tied with Ric Flair uh, as far as championships. We can't take that away from him, dude. Yes. Just like we can't take away the championships five-time Derek Jeter, same thing. We can't take that shit away. Exactly. Uh, Pejoria, same thing. I I think at at one point or another, every quarterback we mentioned in the last show has been the face at one point. Without question. Exactly. 
Uh, here's the thing. Dale Earnhardt Jr., if, he's, if he is the face of NASCAR, is only because of his dad. And in my opinion, that that's no face sucks. at all. That sucks. Uh, I, will, right. I, will, I, will, I, will, I will disagree for one reason. For one reason. Because he fought tooth and nail to get out of dad's shadow. To, and qu- to quote Sean Connery, to losers what? always do to their best. Lose? Wait, say that again. What, Sean Connery said losers always do their best. They is do. the competition in the NFL, NASCAR, MLB stiffer now than it was 20 years ago? Hey, listen. Did, did Peyton win? Yes. Did Eli win? Yes. Did uh, some of the oh, – did Wilson win? And I, I, I want you guys to listen to what he's saying because he's a Dale Jr. fan. I, I lo- want you guys I love, to hear that's what this. I'm saying. I love Dale Jr. I wanted him to win. My point is he doesn't. I, I, he doesn't win. I'll make this my last point. It's probably going to hit home for you. Sure. If he's a face of NASCAR, it's a participation trophy. Ooh. And you know what? I say that a lot to Dale Jr. fans because... Wonder Twins powers activate. activate. Form of a pink snowflake. Shape of my daddy's car. Look, <laughs> as a Kevin Harvick fan, this is a guy who came out of obscurity to take Dale Sr.'s seat. L- listen to me when I say this. Dale Sr.'s seat the week after he died. That's why I clung to him. I was a Rusty Wallace fan. I said, I looked oh, at my buddy and I said, Love Rusty, baby. I you said, know that. when Rusty retires, the 29 car is my guy. Yeah, now point, he's in the four. Did you have three Rusty posters? In dude, I love point? Rusty. When Rusty retired, where did I go? I went to Dale Earnhardt, dude. Yes. Because I was like old school at that point. I went to where Harvick. Where the fuck do you go? You where know? Do you, for me, it was where do you go? You go to your biggest rival Thank replacement. You. What and the fuck, man? And Harvick. I was like, I had mad respect. You know, you know what's funny is is uh, you did. You you totally said that we were going to go fucking sports I, longer than five minutes. I went, just Talladega, I went to Talladega, and I wanted Dale to win so bad. Mm-hmm. Okay? And his car blew up. His car is notoriously bad at Talladega. And, yeah. Yeah, but notoriously, you know is it the car? <laughs> yes. No, it's, no, it's the engineering. It's, it's the engineering. No, it's a no, curse. No, 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 no. There's no. a living curse in sports, people. Once, though? Let's be honest. Once yes, it's yes, the yes. car. You would know. No. Oh, I do <laughs> know. Worked, I, I've li- I'm living curses nonstop, brother. Having worked in a service department, one time it's a car, two times maybe. After, After that, that, it's, it's a, a driver. Curse. All right, curse. It's a driver. It's a curse. Listen, I when people turn to me and say, "How can you go from?" Rusty Wallace to Daryl Earnhardt. It's- People ask me the same thing. How can you go from Rusty Wallace to the guy who got into the seat of the man? And I said, it's simple. That kid, at the time, kid, Kevin Harvick, sat into the seat of a legend. Same car, same dynamics, different number. But you had the balls to get into the car of a legend. You deserve my respect, and I will continue to follow you. And to this day, I bleed Kevin Harvick. When it comes to racing... If Kevin Harvick crashes out, yes, I still watch the race because I'm interested in that bullshit. See, but me. at the same time, I'm like, I don't care who wins this race. I really could care less because my guy's out. DJ, he he's my boy. I, I love Dale Earnhardt Jr. I do, which is why I'm telling him he's got he to let fi- it go. Yeah, I'm my telling final, you. You know what, though? My final thought is could he do it? Yes. Will he? No, I don't think so. No, he uh, I was, I, You know what? That's a great question. To. That was my question. Can Dale Earnhardt Jr. No. sometime between now and retirement no. win a championship? He no. can't no. overcome he may, the shadow. He may no. prove us wrong. You're right. He can't overcome the pressure. Bing, 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 bing. He may prove us wrong in point. November, No, but I don't think he will. No. I quick, can't. quick around I think, the table. Who's going to win next Sunday? 
Daytona 500. Oh, Daytona? Oh, I got to do a party again, huh? Fuck. Oh, do you want to? No, I was man. I was questioning. I didn't man. know where no, I was no, watching I Daytona. I did it last year. I got to do it then. All right. Okay. Maybe yeah. we'll do a little live feed. Yeah, that works for me. All right. I'll do, I'll do live feed from the house. Who do you that got? Works for me. Um, Is Jimmy in it? Jimmy's in it. I'm going to say Jimmy for obvious reasons. Fair enough. All right. I'll take the <laughs> Jimmy idea. Uh, All right. Uh, let me go with... Uh, I know DJ ain't going to do it. Ain't gonna happen. Uh, he um, could. He's he's a he's a six time Daytona everybody winner. Everybody could. Anybody yeah. could. You're right. He's yeah. a six time Daytona winner. It's hard to vote against Dale Jr. No, no. Hey, uh, you know what? You know Why, what? Though? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why? Hold on. Is uh, uh old, old number seventeen Edwards? Carl Edwards. He retired. He did retire. Fuck me running. When I saw that, what? I was like, he's a young guy. He, Why yeah. did he retire? I, I wish I knew. He got the tired answer. of winning against Dale. Right. Um, no, he I wish I knew all. the answer to that, <laughs> that but he announced his kid. retirement about wow, six weeks okay. ago. All right. And uh, holy shit! Damn, oh, you okay. mean Kenseth? Seventeen. Oh. Yeah, Matt Kenseth. Kenseth. He's Matt in Kenseth. the twenty now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's still racing. Yep. He's running the twenty. Yes, he is. I'm going to say Kansas. All right. Um, my heart wants to say the number four of Kevin Harvick, but watching, and I didn't get to watch a lot of it, but I obviously with the NASCAR app, I get to see a lot of things. Um, as much as this hurts me to say, I think the 22 of Joey Logano has a really great shot at being. Is 20 still home dump? Home Depot? Is yeah. it still home dump car? All yeah, right. So I'm uh, fuck those guys. I'm going home dump next week, baby. All right. Um. I really think, I really think, yeah, look at him. Lowe's employee over here. I really think based on speed and everything I've, I've read about speed weeks so far that right now, Joey Logano has the best shot of winning the Daytona 500. But again, like Eddie said, anything can happen. Fuck Joey. I agree with that. But Joey sucks ball. My heart says you're going to see the number four Bush. Ford of Telling Kevin right Harvick. Now. Yes, we switched Kenseth. to Ford. I'll, I'll take Kenza. All right, you'll Did take you Kenza. Really? We switched to Ford over the off Hold on, what's Kenza driving? Is the number 20 Home Depot Dollar General Toyota. Ooh, yeah. Toyota. Home Depot and Dollar General on the same car. <laughs> and, it's a yes. to- and it's a Toyota. They switch off. They switch off. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I see you're rooting for a Toyota. Fuck. Welcome, Jeff. Glad to have you here. Um, Fuck. At the end of the day, my heart says the number four, Kevin Harvick. But uh, if I'm going to be objective, if I'm going to go by the stats, it's the number 22. You're going to see Joey Logano in victory lane. Oh, I this really Sunday. wish I would have thought about that. I wish I would have thought about well, that. Well, you didn't. And that's I what's sick. I didn't. going to fuck me. I well, know. thank you for joining us for Sports Talk. <laughs> thank you. Toyota. A little longer than we wanted to go, but fuck me it was a so discussion hard. that needed to be had. And now. And we're going to go live here at the Valhalla Entertainment Center. Uh, we gonna do nachos? Uh, I don't know, but I think we have an award to give out. We do. And without further ado, I want to introduce Eddie Focus, who's gonna give out. Colin, who? It's the Ted Nugent Award. The award given to any celebrity, personality, politician, you name it, for saying something like, "Oh my God, did he really say that?" We've been giving out this award uh, for how long now? About six. Six episodes. Six yeah, episodes. You're right. Of, so you're right. Of, I think it's been a while since we handed one out. I agree. But I am going to bestow that honor to Michael Moore. Ooh. First time winner, Michael Moore. Wow. Michael Moore for going on Twitter and exclaiming with all the wonderful constitutional and government knowledge he has that 
Donald Trump should retire or resign, should resign, and Hillary Clinton should take over. Um, explain. Uh, with all the uh, nonsense that's going on, and there's been nonsense, fair enough, a lot of nonsense with the Russians, blah, 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 who knows, yakety schmackety. But him and I'll give a runner-up to Sarah Silverman, who also thinks that the if Donald Trump should resign tomorrow, for some reason Hillary Clinton becomes president. And that is not the case. There is a presidential line of secession. Yes. Or, yeah. Anybody who took a government class in high school featuring Mr. Mazzarella, as we did, would yes. tell you that. And if you watch the wonderful TV show Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland that right. I love. Even the head of urban housing and development is in that line of secession. <laughs> you know what's great about that? The, the the secretary of education is in the line of succession. It will. Go oh, that means Voss is going to be our president. Oh, DeVos? Yeah. Oh, it shit. will go down that whole line before there is a quote special election. I got to do it. I got to do it. That- Horse shit. By the time it gets to the entire line of secession, you can almost guarantee that it's World War Three. So, Michael Moore, very kindly. I oh, I did it. I did it. That's what me. I owe you guys you? a beer. Michael oh, my Moore, God. From me, Eddie Focus, Jabroni, Loki, we would like you to kindly shut the ever-living fuck up. I should give you echo on that. I agree. So, say it again. From Loki... From Jabroni and from Focus. From Loki, Jabroni, and Eddie Focus. Kindly, shut the fuck up. Fantastic. And Sarah Silverman. Oh, God. Stop with your fucking Nazi shit and getting sick of it. Oh, my God. Do you follow her on Twitter? I Okay. I just I, I used to. I read her no, shit. No, I, she's I, irrelevant. No. She's irrelevant. I follow her for comedic she's purposes irre- only because no. everything she says is so is crap. You know oh what's fucked God. up? You know what's, what's fucked up? You know what's fucked up? Real quick, rapid fire. You know what's fucked up? What's fucked up? Pootie Pie is in trouble. I like this for anti-Semitic shit. <laughs> I like this. I like this. I because do. he I did do. something. It was kind of dumb. He shouldn't have done dumb. it. It was dumb. He went on Fiverr to somebody who said they would hold up a sign. Saying whatever they wanted, and I was I hate Jews. By the way, yeah, it was I hate Jews, and they did it. He didn't actually think they would do it, but they did it. They even they even posted a video saying we're sorry. We didn't even know what that meant. Okay, it was like some third world country, and they spoke very broken English. So Pootie Pie is being labeled a a white supremacist Nazi. Well, they're putting it out, and that that's bad. I mean, I'm not saying what he did was great. And he's a Dude, bad guy, but uh, Sarah Silverman Disney, can go on a talk Disney show dropped him. Look, look, Disney dropped him $25 YouTube, billion dollar contract. Yes, YouTube dropped him from his uh, the YouTube hero program. Exactly, exactly. So th- let's, let's be honest. He has lost a lot out of this, number oh, yeah. one. Number one, say what you will about this guy, and we have brought up our points on him. He's made something of himself. If did you watch the video? It was like a twenty-five minute video of him actually apologizing. Yes, it felt. Did I you feel it. it? I didn't see it. Yes, 
I don't think he's a Nazi. I, well, duh. <laughs> listen, listen. He's fucking from Sweden for crying out loud, first of all, all right? The guy does not mean anybody any fucking harm. He is like anybody else out there. And you know what? You know what I love about him is this guy. This guy over here. This guy. Every time. <laughs> you know what I like about him is the one thing that he actually said in his video that I agree with. If the media doesn't like you, they are going to destroy you. If you make points against them, they're coming at you. Now, this was New York Times that went after him. New York fucking Times went after PewDiePie. Let's break that down, people. Let's seriously break that down. New York Times felt it was so important for the American people to know that Sweden, that a Swedish YouTube channel celebrity is a Nazi. Do you know, do you know why? People like the New York Times are scared of PewDiePie. Because... Mm-hmm. Pootie Pie makes a shitload of money. He makes millions of dollars. Not, mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not about the money, dude. What, what? does he have? Influence. Influence. Fuck 20, yes. He's got like 25 million 25 subscribers. He's the number one million channel on He's the People number. Exactly. I was watch say that. him. Watch him. Yes. If he takes a shit like this. Which he's done. Uh, has he really? Probably. Hot shit. People. Watch it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's, and listen, we can't get people to watch us. Listen, but that's that's my point, dude. We're not on YouTube that much. But he's not a fucking Nazi. That if he shits and he puts it on the fucking phone, he's my, not a fucking my whole Nazi. Thing was, my whole thing is why is it okay for Sarah Silverman to go on a talk show dressed as Hitler? Oh God. Okay, but Pudi why is it can't o- make an error in judgment? Which why all is it? Is. O- hey, it's hey, an error in judgment. Look, me and you on the same page on this one. Mia Khalifa. All day long, right? Right. She's so beautiful. Why is it? Well, yeah, oh, fuck you. Her tits are perfect. <laughs> why Why is it okay for her to be given blowjobs in the traditional fucking the, the Arab fucking headdress? You know what? It might not be, but America. But that's what I'm America. saying, dude. That's but. Glasses up. Let's go, America. Why is that okay? Why is it okay? It's not. It is. But, but it isn't. Having said I don't that, know. Triggered. Having said that, we haven't done a trigger all day. So maybe Eddie is the guy who finally. Not yet. There's no triggers. Okay. No triggers. This is, this is, this, you know, it's fucked up. Right. Folks, bottom line is you don't have a right not to be offended. You know. So thank you to Eddie for giving the Ted Nugent Award. Given to the person who I can't. Fuck you, Michael Moore. <laughs> I can't believe I just heard what you just said. Listen, I used to have respect for this guy when he was actually all about actually telling the American people. I like bowling for Columbine. That's what I'm saying. When he was about giving the American people knowledge, I was about you. Now that you're about everybody else and just spitting bullshit down people's fucking throats, fuck you. I'm with the man in the box. Fuck you. You, Michael Moore, grow the fuck up, go back to the way the fuck you used to be, and show the people real knowledge. Right. I'll buy it. Y'all ready for this? I think we are. Because I think this is perfect. All right. For the final countdown? For the final countdown. For the final countdown. I think this is perfect. You know what? I was thinking. You were thinking. You know what? We shouldn't do a final countdown. It's lame. What? Hold on. Horse. Shit. But I made one. No, you're right. 
Final Countdown this week is brought to you by Loki, who is probably, in my opinion, one of the honest human beings, the most honest human being I've ever met, the reason why he's my partner, and on top of all that, he's the co-host of the show, and it's his week, so fuck it, let's do it. Well, no, 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 we, we, we got to give our big shout out, first of all. The Final Countdown this week is brought to you by our friends at... Sublime Ink Tattoo in Groton, Connecticut, 860-445-4200, if I'm doing my math right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Get your get your ass a great tattoo like I did on my leg recently. From Falcon Dave Kovalik. Or, I could have gone to the Batgirl, Dana Bats. I really could have gone to the furry Justin Fur. Or oh, Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. You could perhaps go to the one person that I'm going to send my beloved to for Valentine's present. Yes. The Nightmare, Mr. Dave the Nightmare Kruger. Have you been in contact with Dave? Nope, nope. We're going to be doing it this week, actually. All right. Let's let's make this happen. 98 but, episodes, and you choked all over that. No, I didn't. No, no. I, was, I was leading him in. No, no. We <laughs> had that one. So we brought up the point about cars. Yes. Could it be the driver? Could it be the car? Oh, dear God. <laughs> Could it be cars in general? What state? Could it be the fact that, you know, your immortal has... Bad luck in cars. I have bad luck in cars. You, Uh, my friend. Oh, my God. Yes. Have bad luck in cars. I do. I do. So, you know what? Because I have been around some shit-ass cars my whole life, I really have. And that's... As have I. I have come up with a list, my friends. The top ten ways you tell that your car sucks. Ooh. This ought to be good. I come up with 10 reasons right now. <laughs> I really hope you guys take advantage of this, and I really hope you guys look at this in, in, in retrospect to see that this, this is a true list. I'm looking forward to this. Number 10. The people behind you change lanes just to keep the oil off their windshield. <laughs> That's why you've been there, huh? I have. Next. Number nine. Tractor trailer drivers are afraid to pass your ass. Wow. That means you're bad. Number eight. Opening your trunk requires finding a screwdriver. Ooh, I knew a guy. Which is usually found in your backseat. I knew a guy like that. Number seven. Your your driveway looks like an oil slick to the EPA sites for your number six. Your friends would rather rock, would rather walk or ride the bus to school or walk than ride with that one. I knew another guy like that. Mm-hmm. Number five, the motor is so loud you can hear the dump truck crash through the nitroglycerin factory. Ooh, that's bad. That's that's loud. That's bad. That's loud. Number four, have you ever had to leave it running for fear it might not start up again? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Sunbird was like that for a while. <laughs> we used to have to keep it running outside Charlie's Supermarket. I had a Mitsubishi 3000 GT that, yes, very much so. Hot shit. Maybe 15 good. minutes I have to oh go Oh, my in God. There. I got to rub my eye because that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's that hit close to home. Wow. Number three, you have ever been chased down by a fire truck? <laughs> <laughs> Never me, but I've seen those. <laughs> 
<laughs> he can't even read it. Eddie, Eddie's going. The guy in the box is going nuts. He's hitting me personally right now. No, he is. You got to understand. Like I worked in a service department. I've seen fucking cars like this on fire. Yes, right. Yes. Number two, you refer to your car as beast, pos, junker, or hoop. I've I've referred to many a vehicle as the beast. Full disclosure, I had oh my god! I, you know what? Fuck it! Absolutely, go ahead. My pickup truck was the beast. This and is it why I made this forever. list. This is why I made this list. Look, it was a Ford Lemon. It lasted for sixteen years. It, it was the beast. It, I it was big. It was bulky. It was the beast. It was the beast. <laughs> okay, you said Ford. I know. And, and had that an kills me. I call my we, thing the beast. As we, <laughs> as we talked about, I'm I'm fearful because this year in NASCAR we've switched to Ford. I'm really scared. <laughs> I agree. Thank you. And number one, here we go. The number one reason to tell the reason why your car sucks: Have you ever parked on the side of the road and somebody stops to ask if you're injured? <laughs> <laughs> That's some good <laughs> shit right there. Thank you all wow. very much. That is your top ten list. I Fantastic. hope this helps you. If your car falls into any of those lists, your car sucks. Go get yourself a new one. Runner up. Fantastic. If Eddie? your car says Volvo on the back. <laughs> wow. Alva. You know what's funny? This is a true story. Today I had to actually replace one of my tires. So I I I took my girls uh Ford Escape, which actually took us down to uh Jersey philly and back this weekend and uh i had the tire replaced for the wonderful people here at east lime tire love them they are fucking fantastic i will blow them up because they hook Good. me up every time i walk in there I, I really i love them to death um first of all let me let me just say man that this the whole situation that you know yeah I don't know what the situation true, is. But true story about cars. True story about cars. True story about cars, okay? This this is why I say Volvo. No, that's what I'm saying. One one car in particular, okay? Let, let, let me tell you. This is rich. So we had one of those Volvo station wagons as a used car we sold. Oh, the, God. The rear wiper wouldn't work. <laughs> okay? So they brought it. Keep in mind, it's a Toyota dealer. So we brought in, replaced the actuator, replaced... Uh, the arm replaced everything. Thing won't fucking work. We threw probably twelve hundred dollars into trying to fix this rear wiper. Sent it to a Volvo dealer. They call me up and say, "Okay, yeah, we fixed it. We replaced the computer. It works now." We're like, "The fucking computer?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, the computer. Well, it works now. Up. That's fucked up." So that's why. Fuck Volvo. Volvo. A $2,000 no. computer, I might add. Same yeah. thing Same thing. as we're closing up, as I'm waiting for this tire to get fixed. The guy's on the phone, and the person says, I have a 225-15-R16. Okay. Right? Now, the guy's like, okay, I, I can't take that tire. I can't do nothing with that tire, blah, blah. Long story short, now I'm waiting for my tire to get done. So this is like 10 minutes that this... This guy's on the phone, and I feel bad for this guy because he's talking with him the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. And the guy finally says, hold on, hold on. Where did you pull this tire off of? There's a pause for about four seconds, five I seconds. I rub my eye. I can feel it coming. And oh, he goes, shit. a Volvo? 
Oh, no, you're fucked, dude. Those can only go back on a Volvo. Wow. <laughs> Volvo only makes things that work with Volvo. No, we're oh done with this God. conversation, sir. Have a good day. Find yourself a Volvo. Right. And he hung up the phone. No, absolutely, he's absolutely true. Why do you here. think there are so many like local shops that just specialize in European cars? Yeah. That is the reason. There's well, no, one here I in Norwich fu- as well. No, I can fuck with, I can fuck with Audis. I can yeah. fuck with BMWs. I will not fuck with a Volvo. Well, that's because of Volkswagen. Yeah. Because, you know, Volkswagen. Yeah. All right. Right. I will not fuck with a Volvo. couple of things before we roll out. Uh, once again, guys, share it. Tell your friends. If love you it. know people, love it. Two weeks from today, episode one hundred. Especially top ten. Yes. Especially top ten. That was I fantastic. had him going. Did you see him? He was dying. Oh my god, there. he was. The <laughs> I, guy in the I box you, was. Dude, I don't very rarely get the guy in the box laughing the way. I got that's him why la- I was laughing so bad. I got man. him last week because I've with, seen all ten of those cars. <laughs> I got him last week with "Get the fuck out of my country." You got him this week. It's like a double whammy, guys. Two weeks from today, As episode one hundred. It, it really is. You can't fucking buy a better show. Top ten podcast in the sports category. Bruce Pritchard, Conrad Thompson from Something to Wrestle With are going to be here on the Loki Jabroni Show, telling great. their stories and now talking we get about to their drill. podcast. And then we get to drill them. We do get to drill them. Our brains. There are guests. Yes, and. If you've ever, if you've never listened to their podcast, go find it. It's called Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Conrad Thompson is the co-host. They have a great deal going on. And if Conrad- you want to see how this fucking pork loin showed up, you better fucking get on that fucking Patreon right now, right now. One dollar, one dollar, and let's give props to uh, Drew DeCarlis, who is our latest one dollar a week Patreon donor. Because I gave a big shout out to Philly. What a Absolutely. beautiful fucking city. Love Absolutely. that city. Um, last thing, um, we're coming up on spring here. I mean, obviously it feels like spring today. Well, but we had all of winter last week. Yeah, yes. it did happen all at once. Coming up in the spring, I really want to expand what we do. And I've talked to these guys already about going out and doing certain things in the public to raise awareness, not only for certain things, but to raise awareness for us. And we need you to be a part of it. So when that comes up, if we are asking for donations for, say, cancer research, Girl Scouts, etc., so forth, we need you guys to get on board and dig into your pockets, get that spare change. Maybe not have the Starbucks coffee six days a week. Maybe get it four days a week and you donate to the cause because we, as Eddie has said a million times before, local helping local or just people helping people. People's helping people. We need your dollars to help legitimate causes. And I love you guys, but I got to go cut up the pork loin. He's going to go cut it up. We're going to go for you Patreon people are... Bonus content will begin in just a few minutes. So, for Loki, for Eddie, and for myself, thank you for listening. We will be back next week, two weeks from now. Bruce Pritchard, Conrad Thompson, something to wrestle with here, live on the Loki and Jaboni Show. Enjoy your night. <laughs>